Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did you ever see that cartoon that WWE put out back in the day when the Kiss My Ass Club was going on? It was like this... Oh, you brought that up, but I I, I didn't ever recall it. (laughs) I downloaded it, but I don't remember where I put it. Uh, but it exists. How many uh, episodes was there? Um, there were like six or seven, I believe, but only two, I think, are still out there. Hmm. But like a few of them, um, a few of them uh, were like archived somehow. Uh, yeah, I'm afraid of even playing this on. Uh, on YouTube, but I can show you some of it really quick here. Uh, um, give me just a second. Wang did a thing on it. Yes. And some of the links I got were from his subreddit. Like a few people found yeah. it floating around out there. I think there's yeah. two of them that are still floating around out there, but it's just, it's insanity that this was a thing that WWE produced. <laughs> You know, like <laughs> it's uh, it kind of like Scooby Doo art. Uh, I guess like like Han- well, that's like Hanna Barbera style. Oh wow, um, yeah, this is. I I can't hear it though for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> He's walking to the oh, here, with his here. ass out. Hold on, let me let me start over. It, it was like very raunchy. It's a nice ass. Looks like Robert Smigel cartoons kind of were. I'm sorry, I lied. Look, his ass has his own, its own pair of arms. Yeah, his, his ass, ass, his ass, ass driving his, a motorcycle. His ass playing, playing the, the drums. drums. <laughs> his most valuable asset. L. Gibson's the passion of the ass. Yeah. Placing a man's ass with Jesus Christ. You guys are my best friends. Yeah, we're his only friends. What were you oh, going, wow. you drunk? Hey, that was some natives saying they were Mel Gibson's McMahon only friends. With the wrestlers? That's Mr. McMahon! 
You can tell Vince is actually doing the voice, too. Yeah. That's it, damn it. Mel Gibson, it's time for you to meet my lethal weapon. Pucker up, Mad Max. You're turning to test my So Vince's ass grabs Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. And to kiss his butt. This is the president of the Academy Board. Show this to your Academy. <laughs> the ass does Shakespeare and farts <laughs> to Mel Gibson's face with a skull in its hand. Join the most elite club in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, all elite. The Kiss My Ass Club is all elite. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh. Ass replaces Gibson in Brave Fart. Brave Fart. And that's it. They're only like two minutes long. Yeah. Just McMahon having a little <laughs> kiss butt fart Shakespeare session with Mel Gibson's face. Oh, my God. Yeah, somebody needs to find all of those. They have to exist somewhere. Hopefully. I mean, like, right now, I, I, I just... I in the in the WWE vault I just picture them like having a giant like tape burning going <laughs> on right now. Yeah. Because he's like he's being he's going to be given the Ben treatment at this point like regardless. Maybe. Yeah, I, I mean even if nothing gets conclusively proven uh, he's he's already kind of on the outs there. There, I, I don't think I don't think he'll be in the Hall yeah. of Fame <laughs> or anything. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, as far as referencing him, they did talk about him at the media scrum. Oh, we're gonna go over a lot Rumble. of that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's uh. Not a lot of people defending him. They'll either not. They'll either refuse to talk about it, or they'll go kind of hard on him. Fucking Dutch Mantel went really hard. I got some. <laughs> some I saw of his. a thumbnail for that, but I didn't get to watch it. Yep. 
That's where our thumbnail obsessed with poop comes from. Because <laughs> he basically says Vince McMahon has like a shit. F- Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Fetish. Oh, God. Yeah. There was uh, somebody. Who was it? Somebody was, I think it was a woman wrestler or something that was like a former woman wrestler. Somebody was online saying, go after Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard is McMahon's right-hand man. (laughs) I mean, he wasn't named in this lawsuit, and he's been working there this whole time. So, yeah. If I guess if he's going to be accused of anything, his name will come up in the depositions or whatever, but he, he was yeah. not named. Somebody um, accused him of being the guy Vince was running the company through when he was uh, not running the company. He was using Pritchard as being his, his middleman to still run the company. That might be true, but it, that doesn't mean he had any involvement with the like the, like the trafficking or anything like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. <clears throat> but I heard Vince McMahon really likes doo-doo, baby. I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens here, you know. I, it might Freddie, It might get settled and we'll never hear anything about it. Or it'll. Or the other thing is it'll go to court with a jury trial. There will be depositions, like recorded depositions that will be public. So even if we don't get, like, live testimony public, we'll get the depositions and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Freddie in our uh, pre our chat for our show that hasn't gone live yet, he yeah. says, that Vince McMahon shit fake as hell. The text looked like a four-year-old wrote them. And anytime Vince says something bad, it's in all caps. Do you think Vince just types bad shit in all caps? Uh, Vince, in Vince one of the, gets horny and just types in all caps. In one of the videos I watched, they discussed that. Um, I don't know. It could it could be him trying to like type like the kids, or it could be. <laughs> uh, I mean, they could be totally fake. For all I know, I I, I guess he just we'll have gets to horny see. and turns caps lock on. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I noticed Ric Flair, when he tweets, capitalizes every word. I only do that in, like, a title. I don't do that in, like, a tweet or, a, <laughs> like, a post. Yeah, it's weird. <clears throat> oh, so we're about to go live in a minute and a half. Yeah. On a... Tuesday episode of Drunken Business. You guys that are joining us for the pre-show. It's the, Thank it's you the for episode. With us. It's the episode twelve ninety nine do over. Oh, twelve ninety nine point. Yeah, because it. Yeah, because the last episode got a copyright claim, and the episode was too long for me to edit it out. So I'm just like, fuck it. You and still save them? I have it saved somewhere. Yeah. I always have them saved. 
Maybe you could upload it to one of the side channels. Uh, well, it, edited. <laughs> maybe I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we shall. One see. day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, we are going to go live now. Here we go. Everybody. Have you heard about the Drunken Peasants Patreon? It helps support the show while getting you some cool perks. Check it out! For $1 per month, you get to use our exclusive fan chat that appears at the bottom of the screen on every episode. For $5 per month, you get two new private shows, including Actual Mania, as well as our back catalog of private shows, plus all lower-tier perks. For $10 per month, you get all of our monthly video content. This includes multiple post shows, our monthly reviews, our back catalog of all that content, plus all lower-tier perks. For $15 per month, your name will appear in the ending credits of each DP episode, plus all lower-tier perks. For $25 per month, you get to take part in our monthly booking committee hangout to help us book our Patreon content for that month, plus all lower-tier perks. For $33 per month, you get an exclusive piece of DP merch each month, plus all lower-tier perks. For $50 per month, you appear in the opening credits for each DP episode, plus all lower-tier perks. For $100 per month, you get to join us as a guest on an episode of the Drunken Peasants Podcast, plus, you guessed it, all lower-tier perks. Visit patreon.com slash dp now to become a patron of the Drunken Peasants Podcast. In the beginning, there was nothing the Drunken Peasants Podcast. I gotta get away this. No! Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. I don't have facts to back this up. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes I cry. Oh! Lift my butthole, he laughed. <laughs> From the strangest corners of the internet, here to bring you opinions of the world from an altered perspective, here are your hosts, the Drunken Peasants. Hello everybody, welcome to the Drunken Peasants Podcast, episode 1299.5, doing it live, 1299.5, everyone please like the stream and uh, please... Pay attention to what I'm about to say. If you want to watch this month's Patreon movie review, please sign up on our Patreon, patreon.com slash DP, $10 level or above. Immediately following tonight's episode, we will be doing a live reaction to Deathstalker, the last great warrior king. So it's like an 80s barbarian movie. Yeah. Yeah. Starring both Richard Hill and Richard Brooker, double the Richards. And Lana Clarkson. No idea who any of those people are. And Barbie Benton. You got to know Barbie Benton, right? No. <laughs> no. What? Wasn't she like a Playboy girl or something? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know why that name stands out to me. I, I swear don't know. Barbie Benton was like one of those 80s Playboy girls. Ask Kendall. He might know. He needs to draw Barbie Benton. <laughs> Welcome to, to Luke Reacts. Today I'm going to draw yes. Barbie Benton to shriek her head and grow her boobs sevenfold. Uh, she was not only she was not only appeared in Playboy magazine, but she had a, a four-season regularship on the comedy series Hee Haw. 
Yeah, they had a lot of TNA on on Hee Haw back in the day. Hee Haw. Yeah, my parents used to watch that, so I remember Hee Haw for sure. Uh, I never yeah. watched Hee Haw. Yeah, it was like hillbilly sketch comedy with a lot of TNA and mu- like you know music, like country musical numbers and that kind of shit. I think the only knowledge I have of Hee Haw was they do infomercials selling like best of yeah. CD collection or VHS collections of Hee Haw. Yeah. Yeah, they would I was do like, that. Oh, hee haw, they have boobies. Everyone, please like the stream if you haven't already. We're going to go into our beginning segment. Here we go. I have gotten messages from both Hell's Only and my mom saying that Barbie Benton was Hugh Hefner's girlfriend back in the day. Today's antagonism segment is brought to you by The Goal. Help us meet The Goal. Please use the link in the chat and send us some dollars in a, in a wonderful, funny message, and we'll react to it live on the air. Thank you. And we are going to check this out right now. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get everyone up to date on the the Vince McMahon uh, lawsuit that happened. And for those of you who are about to touch your keyboard and whine about how you don't care about wrestling, we're not talking about wrestling. Like we're not gonna discuss like suplexes and storylines. We're gonna talk about a real life thing where a multi billionaire that owns a, that just sold a multi billion dollar company is being sued and the the allegations in the lawsuit are insane and we're going to you know it's his his wife worked for Trump on Trump's cabinet you know yeah he's a powerful this is, man this is salacious celebrity d- d- drama crime mystery we're going to figure yeah. out some things here tonight if you think this is pro wrestling you're terribly mistaken I, there's this, like this, a this, weird there's icky stuff there's a weird like pro wrestling money for the thank you ben and billy meet the goal meet the goal now um there's a weird like pro wrestling phobia that people have where like they're uncomfortable with the fact that it's like a story like predetermined even though they like other things that are predetermined like movies and, and shit it, it's just like and i don't know and because of that anything remotely related to it makes them feel icky for some reason it's because they felt like they were lied to because they were they were taught to believe it was real when they were young nobody gets his way over santa claus <laughs> i uh i never thought it was real like it, it you know, I, I I don't know, and and if if you were born like after 1987, that like you when you were old enough to start watching wrestling, they had already admitted it wasn't like on the level. You know, I so. believed in pro wrestling until 1995. It was November of 1995 when my father took me to my first wrestling show. He was surprised I couldn't figure out it was fake at the wrestling show, so he told me it was fake. 
Hmm. And I and then and then I thought to myself, well, now I want to be a pro wrestler. Vince McMahon Before, admitted kick my ass. Vince McMahon admitted publicly in court that it was uh, a work before that, like during the yeah, whole steroid I was trial 12 and everything. Then. I was twelve. I didn't watch court drama then. Uh, earlier, just a couple hours ago, I had the opportunity to speak with Janelle Grant's attorney. Her name is Ann Callis. She is a former chief judge of the Illinois Third. Judicial I don't like the Here's way they call this a blistering sex suit. Blistering. Known, no, no, maybe it's a literal the, suit. Maybe it's like a bliss. It, it like blisters you, and it's a weird well, sex of the, suit. And many McMahon of the sex it. toys he used supposedly oh, yeah, left her suplexes. brutalized, possibly kind? blistered. I like German. I saw a good German <laughs> suplex today by uh, Melissa McCarthy in the uh, movie Spy. Judge Callis, thank you for agreeing to, to speak with me this evening. The um, As I read the... So she used... They call her a judge still, but what she is is the attorney of uh, the person suing Vince and the WWE and uh, Laurinaitis. Complaint. The allegations are... They're alarming. They are repulsive. They're also extraordinarily egregious. And, and they... Okay. I, I just want to say, Vince McMahon has always seemed like a psycho to me. So if the if this is all true, I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't know. I at this point all they did was put it in a lawsuit. We uh and there's been like DMs and texts leaked, but I don't know if if they've had any experts analyze them to see how real they are or not, but I guess it would have to go to court before that even happens. And they'd have to because subpoena of- phone records and all that kind of shit. Because of how crazy Vince McMahon is, whether it's character or not, I'm going to I'm going to say that he has to prove himself innocent on this one. They feel like they certainly meet um, the, the criminal. How does he do that? He's got to prove himself innocent. Right how does now, he do it? I, I heard you say got, that, but how does he do it? He's got to show evidence that he didn't do any of this stuff. How can you do that? How can you show evidence that you didn't do something? Proving that he was not around at times like this with people like this to show that he did anything. Threshold. How could you, people do it all the time, Ben. Is there, no. Was there any reason why this was not you a criminal case and is, is the statute of limitations um, passed? Has that ship sailed? They don't have to prove their innocence. They just have to have they, reason. They're, they're assumed oh, innocent, Dude, I'm not going to argue with you about innocent. this. No, they don't prove they it. They still prove their innocence. No, no. When you, when you go to court, and you're not convicted, it's not guilty, it's not innocent. Yes, it's because our court system is innocent until proven guilty. You're, it doesn't mean you're innocent. I, not guilty does, is, does not equate innocent. I don't innocent. believe so, but I represent her in the civil matter and cannot really comment on any criminal matters right now. If you were to characterize this in your, um, you know, long legal profession, I mean, for heaven's sakes, you, you're, you're, you know, you've reached the status of judge. Uh, where would you place? Eric's rockstar lawyers. Can I some save Vince from this one? Yeah, he'll just have to put a little asterisk at the bottom of all of his uh, TV shows now that says that he is not innocent. This case and this extraordinary complaint um, on, on the spectrum of things that we've been hearing, certainly since the Me Too movement uh, got started. Well, what happened to her was particularly egregious when it comes to her the sexual slavery she endured. The devast- She is going to have to prove that her accusations are true. He doesn't have to prove anything. Stating 
That's yes, how this that's works. That's our court system. Consequences yep. that happened to her physically and mentally when she going was going through this. And still, what a known scumbag he has been on TV throughout his career. Through this with PTSD, uh, she had suicidal ideation. But I was a criminal felony judge for nine years. So the worst cases actually went to trial, and that is murders and sexual assaults. But this is in its own class. This is in its own class of the depravity that she had to endure. Can I ask you about the timing? Why now? Um, because it certainly seems like this, um, the alleged behavior went on for quite some time and started quite some time ago. So why are we now hearing about it? Well, it was a process and it was an approach for, with our legal team and also with Janelle, our client. And Okay, so from everything I'm hearing, she's 43, but when I saw this picture, I thought she looked like she was in her 20s, at least early 30s. But maybe it's, you know, there's filters and makeup and stuff, or maybe, who knows when this, what this, when this picture's yeah, this from. This could be an older photo as well. Yeah. Like, I, I've only seen one other photo of her, and it was from a news article from before she was working at WWE. It was from, like, 2018, and it was from her apartment building, or... It, that she did some kind of like charity drive for kids school supplies. Yeah. And it was definitely her from, the, from this picture. Was an arduous, long, systematic drive to get the best complaint that we possibly could. And that's when it fell to file yesterday. Also, you mentioned some of the details and, and, abhorrent facts, but we're going against the WWE, a multi-billion dollar corporation who turned a blind eye to what was happening there to Janelle. Yeah, and like the UFC basically bought Vince McMahon's lawsuit from him because because <laughs> WWE is getting sued, but it's getting sued based on what happened while Vince was in charge of it. Yeah. And Vince has no control over it right now, and he had very little control over it for the past year. So, Also, Vince McMahon, a multi-billionaire, and John Laurinaitis, who's a powerful person in his own right. So the only weapon we actually had was the truth facts that we put in this complaint. I would say if... if a lot of it's true he should be criminally prosecuted because there's like he he according to the documents he basically linked her job to going around and pleasing various other employees and people of the company under Vince McMahon's orders and then he also made her part of contract negotiations with Brock Lesnar and maybe other people too yeah and that's very illegal that's <laughs> insanely illegal we'll see what happens i think there's still a federal investigation open on all of this isn't there uh yes i think so yeah uh so a lot of that data a lot of the you know messaging data and in all of that is probably being analyzed right now so i would say <laughs> She's opening herself, if she is lying about this, she's opening herself up to a lot of issues legally 
So I would think she has some kind of proof, you know. Vince McMahon is not afraid to go to court with people. He's been doing it for the last 50 years. She seems to have enough to uh, make this suit uh, reasonable for the New York Times. It was New York Times, right? They picked it up. Wall Street Journal. Wall Street Journal? Okay, yeah. yeah. It's like if if it's enough for them to think this is worth chewing on, it's got to be enough to at least not be thrown out. And the details to try to even the playing field where she felt so powerless before. Can I ask if Janelle knows of others uh, who were in her position and whether others might end up uh, being a... Wow, that's an... (laughs) God, that picture is like 24 years old right there. Part of the old XFL. Yeah, the first run of the XFL. So that that was like 2000, 2001, something like that. People in her position might be from 2001, too experience the same things and yeah i don't think so i th- i'm guessing this is probably fairly recent she might just look good for her age uh well, she's only got two photos they could find yeah I, I i don't know how recent it would be maybe she took these 10 years ago you know have maybe. Maybe. there's only a couple out there no more than the regular public about the ndas that everyone has heard who has followed this story so she yeah, i'm wondering if like if she had any social media she might have made it all like made it all private she definitely would have scrubbed it yeah um, i would too going public yeah probably this if she had any the second that her name got leaked uh well, by the the tabloids that probably would have been enough for her to scrub and shut everything down they knew that who this they knew she was at least one of the people involved in this because the her situation was described a year ago when they first got rid of him when you know yeah. when they first got rid of McMahon and Stephanie stepped in in his place and then as soon as Vince came back Stephanie left so i think Stephanie knows something too yeah it's weird we can only find two pictures of her cuz supposedly Vince was passing around pictures of her the entire time Hey, do you remember years ago when I joked around about how there was a third dude in the room when Paige was getting gangbanged? Because there's someone holding a camera watching Maddox and what's his name? Bang Paige. Brad Maddox and uh, Uh, Xavier Woods. Yeah, and I I joked around that it was Vince holding the camera. You think it was? (laughs) I mean, it sounds... I mean, it it sounds like Vince is, is into, like... You know, several man on one woman kind of arrangements, and he sometimes he likes to just watch his buddies get some action. According to this, so I joked around about it. Like, what if it's Vince? Because he always had this reputation as being kind of a perv, you know. Uh, but <laughs> now it's because it looks like he's into like banging one woman with a bunch of other dudes. It sounds like that's something he's really into. Because he's rich enough, it, uh, I don't understand why, if, if this is true, why he had her, like, work for him and stuff. She already lived in his apartment building. He could have just had an affair with her, like, there. But he, like, gave her a job that she wasn't qualified for and, like, it's gave her. Probably just because he could, you know, have her on the crazy. payroll. He could have just, he's like, I don't know how many billions of dollars he he has. He could have just bought hookers for the rest of his life and not had to deal with this kind of trouble. But why? Why not? Because he's a psycho. He if it's true, well, yeah, he's a psycho. When you're that crazy, when you've when you've spent your entire career doing whatever you wanted to, putting yourself above God on multiple occasions, 
you don't care about this shit. You're oh, like, he had a match with Let's God, her... didn't he? Yeah, he put himself over. <laughs> he beat God and Shawn Michaels yeah. in one night. <laughs> he has no, no more knowledge than that. But our hope is, and her hope is, to by coming out, by stepping forward, by bringing these this complaint and putting her face to this complaint that other victims of Vince McMahon and the WWE will end up becoming public. And she wants to help them find their voice and get justice. And she thinks and hopes by doing this, she will. So there are some people who are um, described and listed in the complaint, specifically allegations that Vince McMahon showed his phone to about 12 um, technical crew members in a studio. And technical crew members! That mm-hmm. they all had a great uh, laugh. I, you know, I feel like somebody has to talk eventually if it was so many people. At, at her expense. I'm, um, I'm sure so, there will be, but I think a lot of the people probably want to continue to keep their jobs under the new administration, and they know that the administration does not want any of this talked about. Uh, mums the word, supposedly, backstage. The um, Kevin Dunn, uh, longtime production guy, he he uh, quit two weeks ago. Yeah. Right before all he this came out. He probably saw it coming. He probably is one of the people listed. He was very close with Vince. I don't think he was listed. He wasn't named in the lawsuit. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people that were on. Brock Lesnar wasn't named either, either, right? Like, well, that's it was so specific there in the Um, sexual. So there's probably some lack of specificity that could have him involved. But also, I went through it. Well, hold on, I can clear that up. So I went through it, and there's like a, a physical therapist that wasn't named, but a, some physical therapists that work under Vince, and there was uh, <clears throat> there was Brock Lesnar because it was like heavyweight champion, UFC heavyweight champion, and then it was Laurinaitis, uh, and then well, it it was Brock Lesnar, but Brock Lesnar ever never actually hooked up with her. They 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 had like tried to make plans, but it never happened because uh, of snow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't think they never mentioned like his produce because Kevin Dunn was like their producer. Uh, I I don't know though. I'm I'm not going to assume someone was everyone was involved. Go on in, in, in his description. Right. Will it was those, Kevin Dunn. Will those men be subpoenaed? Do you know who those men are? And, and are, are they witnesses? Are they are are you able to sort of bring them forth to ask what they know about that alleged Thanks. incident? Well, our complaint has just been filed. So we're hoping through the discovery process that we will be able to build a case with the all the all the witnesses, everything that would be relevant to put in the strongest case that would go to the jury trial, a jury trial or the trier of fact. Um, but and just quickly, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned oh, it yourself. Ahead. Janelle Grant is yeah. going up against the WWE and and Vince McMahon. There could be nothing more powerful, just in terms of uh, money and uh, influence and and power. Certainly in in the entertainment world um, and elsewhere. Is she prepared for the scrutiny that she undoubtedly uh, will will come under in the weeks and months ahead? I think she is. You know, she's been devastated, dehumanized, discarded. And she is really a destroyed person physically and mentally. But she also is incredibly resilient and incredibly brave. 
and she sustained an ongoing onslaught of sexual deviation from Vince An McMahon. onslaught of sexual deviation. Man, um, we always hear the most sensational sides from people making claims and lawsuits. Course, of course. But there are pieces of this that, if they're true, this is like... It's rough, dude. It it's seems really like it'd be very involved too, like all of the activity and all of the planning and and everything. It just seems like it would it'd be like having a second job by the way it was described. Vince is a workaholic. Yeah. By the WWE. So she survived that. He was so the I jumbo think she jumbo That's terrible. Thank you for watching. All right. Uh here is uh, Triple H, Vince McMahon's son-in-law and and head of uh, creative at WWE, uh, being asked about the Vince McMahon lawsuit. Hey, Paul, right here. Uh, John Alba Feifel, uh, speaking of the business side of things, uh, it was about a year ago, the WWE board of directors unanimously opposed... He's like, oh shit, here it comes. Vince's return to the company as executive chair... Uh, due to the ongoing investigations at the time before ultimately voting him back into power you, Steph. Is he starting to sweat? Nikon, you were part of I, He looks like he's under the lights, yeah. yeah. He sweats a lot, so it could just be regular. At what degree of knowledge of the current accusations against him did you guys have at the time, and how does the situation affect WWE? It's such an incriminating question, too. Uh, what knowledge did you have of the accusations at the time? Yeah. relationship with partners going forward. Yeah, so I'm going to do exactly what you would expect me to do here. Um, look, we just had an amazing week. I, I just said a 10-year, $5 billion Netflix deal. Rock joining our board. We just... Yeah, it's crazy how this stuff happens so quick. You know, the, they, they, they cut the deal... With Netflix, they had The Rock join the board of directors there, and then this shit happens. It's crazy. I wonder if they did know anything about it. Like, Kevin Dunn could have just been offered to leave knowing they didn't want to resign with him because of the new stuff coming through. They wanted to go with a new guy and said, look, you can step down and offer to leave publicly or we're going to let you go. And it could have been something like that as well. Like, everybody who associates him with guilt, that's... it's. All of this is interesting, interestingly timed, right? Like, yeah. Well, they were look. They were looking to make big changes there anyway. There was a whole new company, new ownership. Uh, Vince McMahon almost kind of had like an honorary role at this point. It was supposed to be a lifetime yeah. role too. Uh, yeah. Put forty eight thousand people in a truck can field. Um, I choose to to focus on the positive. And yes, there's a negative. Um, but yes, there's a negative. <laughs> yes, yes, there is a negative, if you will. This is also his father-in-law, too, right? Like, it's hard for him to navigate. Even if your your family is guilty of something crazy, like, you, you want to give them more benefit of the doubt than you would give other people there have been rumors that him and stephanie are are having marital issues but of course like that they could be bullshit you know i'm sure they are like i i don't think that they would care much about each other doing other things they seem to be 
in a weird, not a weird, this whole wrestling industry has this weird openness yeah. to it. Yes. People are like, you think Sable's going to leave Rock now? And it's like, no, no, I'm pretty sure Sable's known Rock was blowing up. You mean out. Brock, right? Brock, yeah. Yeah, oh. Brock. I think I think Sable knows Brock has been blowing out uh, all types of women and maybe even some fucking animals he's hunting. We don't know. Brock is Brock is out of his fucking mind. Brock should scare everybody. Uh, I, I want to focus on that and just keep it too bad. Okay, so that's that's that whole video where he's like, ah, actually, I think I'm just going to focus on positive things right now. Is basically what yeah, he said. He's like, why, why, why uh, talk about my father-in-law shitting on some girl's head when I can tell you Cody Rhodes just won the Royal Rumble <laughs> for the second year in a row. The first time since Stone Cold Steve Austin. Only before that, Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels. Quite an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, basically. Here's uh, Cody Rhodes being asked about it. There was a real dark cloud over this weekend following the allegations. At least a brown cloud. Um, You've talked about how Vince met with you personally to bring you into the company. Uh, I just wanted to get your reaction to the report. And as someone who served as an executive within the industry, what changes do you think should be made across the board to prevent situations like this. He's like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) It does suck when you have nothing to do with it except for you work for the company. You know, it's... It's a great question. It's a great question. I know as far as the news is concerned, um, we were finding it out and reading the same thing that you guys were reading. You said a dark cloud. Certainly. As far as uh, TKO, Nick Khan, the board, clearly took it very seriously, uh, acted immediately. And um, looking at the future, you know, I don't know the answer to that. And I think somewhere is a really probably a basic tenet of just this crew more than ever from a roster standpoint. And by the way, I didn't know this, but I guess uh, Ari Emanuel's daughter worked for WWE before he had anything to do with it, and she was Bruce Pritchard's assistant, like executive assistant. So very family. Never seen it. I'm guessing he. I, I think he might. I, I think Bruce Pritchard has a good relationship with the new regime there, but. Who knows? You know, maybe he w- was having his strings pulled by Vince. Maybe they can't be sure without him. Yeah, that's gone. what there was some rumors that yeah. uh, Bruce Pritchard was under Vince McMahon's control, even when Vince was out of the company. Yeah. Most of the time, Fam- the locker rooms fighting, talking trash about each other, making fun of each other, sandbagging each other in the ring, all that nonsense. This this crew is very team based, and perhaps that's the ingredient. Is every- yeah, Vince was very team-based, too. He liked to put together a team, a gangbang team, right? I don't know if that was a team. That was a small club. Everyone looking out for everyone, being accountable. Um, and I know for me as a you know, performer and a competitor, I've been through dark periods in our industry before. And it might sound cheesy, but it's very reinforcing if you're in my position. That it's a time when, hey, we got 50,000 people out here. I want to give them something else from this weekend. 
that isn't a terrible situation, terrible news. And I think we were able to do that. Obviously, as more news comes out, we'll be seeing it just like you do. Good answer. Um, all right, now we're going to get to Dutch Mantel, who, for those of you who don't know, he used to he he's been wrestling forever since like the seventies, and uh, he worked at WWE, and he's worked all over, and he's kind of a kind of a, a conservative kook at times. Like I, I'll read because th- I follow him on Twitter, and I'll see the things he posts. I'm like, oh god, but he uh, looks and acts like a son of a bitch. He's yeah yeah yeah. Uh, his his old uh, his last gimmick was called Zeb Coulter, and he was like a right wing like Tea Party kind of character. They were jumping on that Tea Party. Yeah, he fit the bill. Yeah, because he's like a Southern guy with a with weird facial hair. Here he is. He looks like the type of guy that's funding a well oiled militia in his backyard. I I kind of like his podcast because he has his polar opposite, a British dude as his co host. <laughs> so I think he's a brilliant guy. He's yeah. the reason why he's he's gets work in wrestling to this day. That's why I follow Not him. Not his physique. No. <laughs> there he is. Here's all of his socials. Look at him. Yosemite Sam himself. On March 26th, 2020, McMahon sent a lengthy message to Ms. Grant de- uh, describing in detail the circumstances surrounding sharing explicit photographs of Ms. Grant to a former WWE referee, uh, referred to here as WWE referee. I hate to say I'm absolutely sure I know who it is. I'm not going to mention the name. McMahon described how WWE referee left to masturbate over these photos. And- <laughs> so, So Vince... Uh, allegedly shows this referee, whoever he was, the the kinky photos that he took of this woman, and then he texted her and was like, "Yeah, I showed him," and he got so turned on he had to leave and masturbate. Do you think the referee could have been anybody to ever be a referee, like a special guest referee? Like, could it be Ken Shamrock? I don't. I, I don't think so. I told Miss Grant, "You wonder if it's Ken Shamrock." Very happy now. <clears throat> Don't want to say Mike Kyoto. We are going to get to what you know we're going to get to. McMahon also alleged, uh, allegedly maintained total control over Grant's personal and professional life, non-sexual text message, etc. And then he cajoles her, he being Vince, cajoles Miss Grant into a threesome with <clears throat> physical therapy. It was both. It was, it was with both the Hebner brothers. Therapist. By saying, if you, I've already sorted this the out, I've already booked it. I'll lose a friend over this if you don't do it. And then when she still says no, Vince says, I love you. And then that's the Aww. first time he's ever said it to her, and then she agrees to do it. Wow. I, now I feel bad for Vince. So Who's did she have this woman? Did she have the feels? Is, is she is is that so that's what it took? I don't know. It's hard to was say. She, no was she cool with the Vince you. romance? And then he started making her bang other people, and that's when it went oh, sour. I'm 100% sure it started out when she was probably very much into everything that he had to offer. And then it probably got really fucking horrible and over her head at some point. Because I had heard that Linda McMahon didn't even live, like, she lived, like, down in Florida or something. So they didn't even live, like, anywhere near each other. This woman lived in the same apartment building as him. Why was yeah. why was he bringing her into the office when like that that was just like an unnecessary place with tons of witnesses? Well, I don't I understand had tons that of people to join in. That is so weird. 
one thing the wrestlers all say about Vince is he's like one of the guys. Like he's not like your he boss boss. He one hundred percent wants to do everything the guys do, drink, stay up, party, be crazy. He wants to fight. He wants to do all that stuff. He wants to be one of the boys. Well, yeah. So maybe this was one of his ways of keeping part of being one of the boys was like, Hey, look what I got here, pal. That started with Dr. Jerry Graham back in the day. Dr. Jerry Graham was like his idol, and he used to like get drunk underage with them, with like all the wrestlers back in the day. I think growing up with like a wrestling father, and you have this weird—he had a weird childhood too, right? He was—he was, he was uh, uh, sexualized by his mom. Yeah, he was molested, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, a lot of, a lot of, a uh, lot of weird past into his story, and. For him to go the way he did, you created this just extreme narcissist that also was seeking validation. It's a, it's a weird mixture. I feel like him and Trump have a lot in common, and I think that's why they've been friends for so long. And they Everybody jumps on Trump for that comment he made about if she wasn't my daughter, I would date her. Vince McMahon pushed a storyline where he was the father of Stephanie McMahon's child when she was she pregnant in real life. Yeah. yeah. There's when she was actually pregnant. He, she, there's an interview of her talking about this. Like, it's like a tongue in cheek <clears> interview. <throat> She's like, yeah, there was the one time he pushed to be the father of my pregnant. Was that Howard Stern? Was that and a- I had to turn that down. It didn't seem like a Howard Stern uh, interview when she was talking mm-hmm. about it. Okay. But I, I saw it on Twitter this week. Whenever all this stuff came up about Vince being like ultra creepy, this is like, look what Vince did to Stephanie. Well, there was, was a like storyline another- where he trafficked Stephanie or something, too. Yeah, there was a clip <laughs> of her crying like, you were my dad. You were my father. I would have done anything for you. I did anything for you. I only said no for you twice. I didn't say no when you pushed me on those guys that you said would be good for business. I did it for you, Dad. Yeah, yeah. It's like, whoa, this sucks. This is, this is terrible. Someone in the chat said Vince will live to be 100. I doubt it with all the steroids and shit. He's already lived past the life expectancy for someone who's been doing steroids for 50 years. I don't know. Maybe he did the right mixture. Maybe he's like know. from out. I mean, Hogan's side. still around, and Arnold is still around. There are some steroid guys that are still around. Then there's this <clears> headline-grabbing <throat> story. Here is the quote. Early in this threesome encounter, McMahon immediately directed Ms. Grant to lay down on Here her back is. in a supplicant position. While straddling over her, McMahon defecated on Miss Grant's head. McMahon left to shower off, but he instructed Ms. Grant to remain in place Dutch with excrement in her hair. <laughs> And to continue performing for his friend. While Ms. Grant's request of protection, none was offered. McMahon and physical therapist actively continued physical to direct Ms. Grant's sexual performance for around an hour and a half while she was left covered in feces. Following the threesome on May 11th, 2020, McMahon so sent Vince an took a crap on her and then went to shower and left her to have sex with this guy? I think that's what he just said. The other, I mean, that's so weird to like, like, Poop is not poop is gross. You know what I'm saying? Well, like under the right circumstance, it's also poop. Um, yeah, he. I can't believe he dumped on her and then left to shower. I was like, nope, you stay in here with the with this guy covered in chat. Grant, Trump and Vince some weirdos, but at least Billy is still a sweet boy, sexy boy. Thank you, Keith Dickens. Facts of seeing her engage in sexual relations. What the fuck? What the fuck is right? <laughs> what the fuck is right? What if you was, wait a minute, put yourself in the place of that third person. 
Vince takes a dump on her head and tells you to keep going. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> I want to see uh, I want to see Dutch Mantel and uh, Trumpster Bob have a conversation. <laughs> he's he's bringing up a point here, though. Yeah. Vince McMahon is one of those guys who's like, if he says jump, you say hi, how high? If he says fuck my girlfriend covered in shit, you say how long? <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. I don't know if I can continue this. So while he went to take a shower, why was he taking the shower? She should have been taking the shower. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I'm reading this, she and when I read that, I went, what the hell? Now, who could do an hour and a half? Because he didn't say how long the activity went on after the alleged dump. <laughs> but... Uh, and that's why I'm saying Trump if this is Moritos, but at least Billy is still a sweet, sexy boy. It's made up. I don't think a damn fiction writer could make that up. So, but it's in there. So apparently, I don't know. I wasn't there. So it, it had to happen. Whenever or, someone says, I don't think a fiction writer can make it up. This is something. A, 12 year old girl. yes anyone it's like yeah and then vince mcmahon poopied on her head went to take a shower and other guy kept having sex with her covered in poopy for one hour and a half yeah, yeah it doesn't seem realistic but anybody can write this you ever read like the erotic <laughs> letters in like penthouse you know it's it, not it, really it's written like that this is written like that only there's poop involved you know like, all the stories sounded fake. Maybe they were real. Who knows? But they all kind of sounded fake. How, how, how would she even think of that? I don't know. But that's what made me think. There's a lot more to this and, than what just you're just reading the headline. Oh, yeah. Someone just brought this up in the chat, and I've heard other people say it. How do we know that maybe the poop, like, you know, when people get older, sometimes they can't hold their poop in. How do we know he didn't just accident like it slipped out? Honestly, that's realistic. Yeah. But at that point, why would he make her continue having sex with the other guy? Because he didn't want to. I I don't know. Well, he went to shower. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, oh, sorry. I accidentally took a shit on your head. I'm going to go. But you guys continue without Don't go anywhere, bitch. I (laughs) own you. Don't worry about quitting, guys. I just have to go wash up now that I've accidentally shit on you. Continue. Yeah, I cannot. That's hard. That Steve is Marcus just suggesting that he wanted to pretend it didn't happen. Could you imagine if Vince embarrassingly dumped on her head during sex and was like, "Oh well, uh, I'm gonna go take a shower now, guys. Don't mind me." <laughs> Ring the damn bell. Uh, do you like hold the <laughs> shit in and then think, "Here's the time I planned it"? Do you think it was on the spur of the moment? No, it's like I'm okay, going, I've got everybody. One everybody Vince does seem like the type of guy that, that would have a time period where he could poop at a certain time every day. He'd have a there schedule. Are people, yeah, there are some people that are very scheduled with their bowel movements. Oh, dude, oopsie, oopsie. I think he like he probably had an itinerary for the entire like threesome. You know? Oh God! He's like, oh, we're at we're we're forty five minutes in now. I gotta poop on your head. Yeah. Nine forty-five. We're hitting the brown note. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do the shower spot while you guys continue to go Broadway. 
pants, knows he has a poop fetish. Hence, kiss my ass on TV. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And you tell him a shit joke. Oh, he, he he loves it. By the way, back in the day, Vince McMahon <coughs> had a th- a, a storyline in wrestling called the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club, where he would come out portraying himself as the evil owner of the company, and if you crossed him, he would pull his pants down and force you to kiss his ass he'd have like his goons like press someone's face into his ass and he'd look like ah like that while it was happening and back in the day while that was going on they did an animated series of these animated shorts where vince mcmahon makes people kiss his ass and his ass is like its own sentient being with with its own arms and everything (laughs) and we we watched an episode of it during the pre-show it was ridiculous uh so if you want to hear us reacting to that you should check out the dp pre-show that'll be uploaded uh probably by tomorrow morning uh after tonight's episode and everything anyway he likes that more and he always laugh at that that's always like been one of the undercurrents in the in the dressing rooms that he he likes shit jokes so that's I wonder if that's why all these guys were like known to be taking dumps and girls. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Wrestling gear bags. And well, now there's rumors bags. about who did that now, too. Uh, there was like a big rumor that Randy Orton dumped in Trish Stratus's bag. Well, now, all the, now all the rumors are that it was Vince. That's what, oh, wow. that's what everyone's joking already? about now. Yeah. <laughs> He's the one constant. When all this shit humor happened throughout wrestling history, he was there the whole time, right? Well, yeah. Now, he was there for everything. I do want to point out, just because you think shit humor is funny doesn't mean you like to poop on people. Uh, yeah, and I I like to do both, and it doesn't mean I would do it and then leave for an hour and a half while my girlfriend was getting humped by another guy. I mean, Vince felt the need to include other guys constantly. So, again, where there's smoke, there's fire, and I'm not doubting. Vince is like that type of like he's like he's not gay, but he's like bi, where he likes to watch. Probably when we had Jim Cornette on, we asked if he thought Vince and Shawn Michaels had messed around because there was always kind of some weird gay energy between them. And Jim Cornette was like, if if there was evidence of that, I'd be the first to admit that I that I saw it. So yeah. truth into this. It actually surprised me 
in the detail of it. And some of the stuff you said were horrific. They are horrific. I mean, I, I even watching a porn movie, which I've never watched, by the way. I just want no, cool. nice. to know. But that Clean thing Dutch. of getting on top of her and doing the dump, that's too much. That is just too, that is, what is sexualized about that? I do not know. Some people are into that. Uh, so, yeah. The, the, yeah. <laughs> and it's not but illegal it's not, to do if the other person is okay with you doing it. Uh, it's not always the poop either. It could be the degradation. It could be a lot of things yeah. psychologically that drive it. But obviously Vince felt a need to do it, so he did it. I think poop is gross. I don't even like my own poop. You know, like I, I yeah. It's, it's called. I've, it's called. Pa- I've I've never actually, admittedly dumped on anybody during sex, but I could see why I would, and it wouldn't be because I'm into poop. It would be because I'm into uh, power, and how powerful do you have to be to do that to somebody, and they keep on uh, loving you afterwards? Or well, that's kind of what afterwards. this was about, because Vince was doing the like, I own you. I control yeah. who fucks you, but I love you. Like that yeah, I could, shit. I could see it from, coming from that end uh, if if you weren't just strictly into this, this stinky, icky, poopy, you know. But I could, I could see it being a power thing. Paraphilia. It's a general term for extreme. One mile milestone says, who can handle all this like... information about doo-doo without having to vomit? I need to puke. Man, I, I, am, I am not even thinking that way. Anybody you know out I mean? there feels that way, we'll, like, we'll chill a little bit. I don't know what it is. It's like you must get to a certain point where normal stuff is boring, so you keep on doing weird stuff. Well, that's stuff. because he's probably, he's probably boy, he may be a, a porn addict, too. He, you watch it so much, it doesn't have an effect on you. How do you know? <clears throat> oh, you don't uh, mean me personally. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've read that. I've, I've read that. <laughs> But I'm sure if you, you if you do it that that much, after, you know the effect. It's like drinking, and then you got to drink a little more and drink a little more, and your body gets accustomed to it, so it it doesn't affect you anymore. He kind of sounded like T. Bob at the end there. Hold on, there's uh, <laughs> here is Dutch Mantel talking about the John Laurinaitis allegations. Oh damn. I like Dutch Mantel. wasn't Wasn't his old character from back in the '90s? Was it like Uncle Zeke or something, or Zeke? I don't or remember Skinner that. or something. No, no, he wasn't Skinner. Either. He wasn't. Skinner. I'm going I can't to remember. Give you another quote, and this now brings in your old friend. He isn't your old friend, John Laurinaitis. So, on around December 29, twenty twenty, a threesome was arranged between McMahon, Laurinaitis, and Ms. Grant at McMahon's condo. Shortly after meeting Laurinaitis, Ms. Grant asked him if she was the first woman who McMahon had introduced him uh, to in such a setting. Laurinaitis <laughs> failed. It's so weird that Vince was having threesomes with Laurinaitis to respond and shot a look directly at McMahon. <gasps> it's not that weird though, because they were like Laurinaitis was a very well, like he was the, he was the agent for a long time. There were there were always jokes that I've heard from even like Bruce Pritchard about like John Laurinaitis being gay for Vince. And he's got that funny voice because he got kicked in the throat at some point wrestling. So he's got this like voice like this, you know, yeah. he, he sounds like the, uh, the weird teacher from Beavis and Butthead almost. A little bit. He, yeah. The, the Funkhauser character from yeah. uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm was a big one that he got referenced to. 
who quickly intervened by kissing uh, Ms. Grant and initiating the sexual encounter amongst the three of them. So it is... Roger Wilco says, yeah, for rich guys like this is a power thing or they've done everything else and they're bored with life or it can be a blackmail thing too. Poor guys can be into power. Don't give rich people all the power, dude. That this isn't obviously the first time they've caught a girl in their web in that sense. I'm going to carry on with more Johnny Ace stuff. Vince then Bill starts Hicks farming Grant idea out how to the Johnny, girl felt Johnny about Ace her head being pooped on. Had to service she hasn't said anything her. about how she feels in the in the court documents, right, Ben? Yeah. Excuse me. No. It's just her lawyer Mostly has spoke revol- about her being We're trying overall. to get through it. We're trying to get through it. We'll we'll get through things. That way, like, the people in the chat, their questions will get answered by the Holding video. around Grant going to Johnny's we'll to hotel room through that. and euphemistically uh, serving him breakfast. Her being the breakfast. Grant is then transferred to talent relations, working directly under Johnny. Grant does not want any of this, especially McMahon forcing Grant to apprise him of all encounters with Johnny. So, so, so McMahon is getting his jollies by proxy, essentially by being described afterwards. Here's a quote again. On numerous occasions, Miss Grant was directed to visit Laurinaitis at his hotel room uh, before work to serve himself as breakfast. These devastating experiences made Grant feel as though she was being pimped out as an object for sexual gratification for a new boss. Upon information and belief, corporate funds from the WWE... Uh, yeah, he put her, like, directly under Laurinaitis. He, he, Vince had her in accounting when, when before Laurinaitis got involved, and then he moved her to talent relations. <laughs> yeah. He, we used to finance Laurinaitis' hotel stays when these coerced sexual encounters occurred. And this... This starts playing into sex trafficking because she is being made to go places, essentially, to service other people that she says she doesn't want to. Now, let me ask you this. Did she ever go over state lines to do this? Did she travel to the shows? That's a good question. Because that's a violation of the Mann Act. I would say it's fairly... It's very possible because they have their own planes. Like, Vince has his own plane. So he could fly was you it anywhere. Was a violation of the Man Act if she's willingly going these places as a forty-year-old woman? I don't know. I they have to determine. Yeah, they they would have to try and determine whether they believe she did it willingly or not. I will say, if it was attached to her job, there's some uh, coercion claims that can be made there. Uh, and she was supposed to go see Brock Lesnar after sending him P videos, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Was, was she going to be, that's him part and- of a business arrangement and her job. I, that's like illegal, you know, on many levels. She, uh, she is invited to a WrestleMania early on. I think this is before a sexual, uh, relationship is, uh, comes to the comes to the fore with her and McMahon. Uh, I think she does go to maybe a pay-per-view or two. Uh, I don't have everything in front of me to confirm that, but there's one bit where Vince says she she can either have sex with him in the car or his office, and she doesn't have a choice. So, hey, that could have gone from Connecticut to New York State, for all I know. Mm-hmm. Johnny Ace. Good, good reasoning. Yeah, thank you. Start in New York, finish in Connecticut. Yeah, or stop in Connecticut. John Laurinaitis. Now we spoke, or you spoke about John. It brings up another question. Isn't he married to the Bella Twins' mother? Oh, yeah. He was married through the entire... There's so many overlaps here. The the entire time during all this. Oh, yeah. 
Can you imagine what's going on in that household now? I can't believe they've not divorced yet. But the Bella Twins had to hear this too, didn't they? Yeah, they made a statement like a very like kind of expected kind of neutral statement. I wonder how deep into this they were. Like, I don't know how much they, they would have known about it. Well, I mean, they had a lot of uh, big positioning in the company. Like, I wonder if they were doing anything or pressure to do anything for their position. Oh, if they had anything. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, there's there were rumors that they were like they would do things with people, uh, but those were like those. They could be anybody talking. It's rumors, right? Right. But you you no. have you have Stephanie in storyline saying she did things for people, and then you have rumors of these girls doing things for people, and then you have Vince having a girl say she did things for people in a in a, a lawsuit. Remember that segment. Uh, where Vince humiliated Trish. He like brought her in and like made her get almost naked in the middle of the yeah. ring in front of like a whole live crowd of like thousands. He's yeah. like, Yeah, take it off, yeah. 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 It was like a humiliation fetish kind of thing. You heard the rumors. What if what if Trish was that? into that and pushed the angle herself, but it makes Vince look horrible? <laughs> like that'd be <laughs> so that'd be so funny. Like she's Vince never complained about it, I don't think all of the yeah, exactly, right? Vince is Vince is probably responsible for everything horrible that's happened under his company cuz he's been the be all end all of it, you know? Yeah, I, I would be surprised if anything went down on that company that he wasn't okay with. I'd be surprised. Uh but it would be funny if there were these people that were just they were they had they, they fit well with Vince because of their their kinks and their twists and they played right into it and it just happened to 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 create that atmosphere. I'm sure there were rumors floating around Johnny that he was a well not but not about this, but I heard about you know his his dalliances with with females yeah. and, and mm. the Bellas in the women's locker room. Bella yeah. probably heard it before you did. Mm, they did. Mm. That's what- yes. This is the reason why. This is the reason. Uh, I mean, this and uh, he's he's paid like over twelve million dollars in hush money. I believe it's fourteen million. Uh, is it fourteen? Okay. I believe yeah. it's fourteen million. Yeah. So, and this woman only alleges she was owed three million, and she only got one third of it. So there, there has to be others if that's the case. There was an independent investigation last year that determined how much money Vince McMahon had paid, and then he was kind of fired, and then he found a way to get in. Well, I mean, he still owned most of the company at that point. So he got his way back in and he sold the company to UFC and now it's a new company and he had a position there for a little while uh, and now he he resigned like three days ago. Well, I heard it. So it, they had to hear it first and then it filtered down to me. Now, whether anything changed or not, but it still concerned Vince and women. Mm-hmm. That wasn't his wife. So Did John Laurinaitis... Because you were in WCW with him, like in 1990, I spoke to Shane, and Shane said he was always, to use his parlance, he said he would have screwed anything that moved. He always well, had he that was, reputation. He was Shane's he was Shane's partner. Yeah, they rode the skateboards or whatever they did. Mm-hmm. But I, I've never been close to John because, again. You know, when you get around certain people and they give you certain vibes, you kind of want to 
I've always had. Yeah, John Laurinaitis was in one of the worst tag teams ever. Uh, like the gimmick was really bad. Shane Douglas was the other guy in it. It was they were the dynamic dudes, and they would like skateboard to the ring. Do you remember and his that? brother was in one of the best tag teams? Yeah, ever. that's crazy. That's crazy how that works. Had that ability, I think, even when I got around Vince. Did they actually skateboard you know, to the ring? I thought yeah. they carried skateboards yeah. to the ring. I thought they couldn't even skateboard. You, I, I think you're right. Um, it, they probably did just carry skateboards. I said, I said this before. Yeah, I think, at the start I think they the- had them and never used them. Unless they used them as weapons, which would make sense. You know, that'd be. I'm sure that happened. I don't think they were heels. They weren't. I don't know. Maybe they were. Their manager was Jim Cornette. (laughs) So they were probably. Yeah. The podcast that he put off a vibe that I didn't know how to interpret. And he made me feel uncomfortable. Johnny Ace is the same way. He put off an unusual vibe. I didn't know him to have a lot of real friends. Not that you have real friends in wrestling anyway. Uh, so uh, what I just read was that the Dynamic Dudes had Jim Cornette first, and then Jim Cornette turned on them and turned them face, and then they feuded with the Midnight Express when yeah. Cornette went over there. <clears throat> but he, he seemed like to me a hard guy to get to know he, he, if you wanted to know him. Vince is the same way. So when I get those feelings about people, I kind of keep my distance from them. Of course, it's not hard to keep your distance from Vince because he's he's protected by a line of people standing outside his door. And when he's walking, he's always walking with several people around him at all times, even at the matches. So this doesn't surprise me about Johnny John John Laurinaitis at all. Uh, leaving, I, I don't know how specific you can get, but leaving out names. Anything specific that you heard about John? during his time as VP, talent relations VP? Well, yeah, I used to talk to the girls, and some of them would be not in a manic state, but kind of panicky. <laughs> not going to mention any names. Damn. And they would say he just gives them the heebie-jeebies or whatever that means. A really, Damn, really... If they're confiding, if they're confiding in Dutch Mantel, saying somebody gives them heebie-jeebies... That's that says a lot. And you can tell when a female is kind of scared, especially in the fear that he's going to ask them something or try something or try to kiss them or feel them. <laughs> and they, that's why they try to keep Damn. keep their distance from him. So I've talked to a couple of them. Not long after they talked to him, he'd call them in a little room like Vince would. And they would come out, not that I was standing there, a guard at the gate, but they would say they would stay in there 10 minutes or whatever. But when they come out, they would be a, they would be like a panicked, kind of, you know, uh, upset, nervous. terrible. And some of them would just go sit down and not talk to anybody. Uh. And they would sit there and, and what they were doing, they were trying to sort it out in their head what what had happened and what's going to, what's going to happen because now this guy who is their boss basically or he's over them what they're going to do without getting you know in the rest of minutes I say without getting heat on them you know if a yeah. guy makes a move on you 
I, I would assume I, I never made a move on a guy, but but you know he, he makes a move and then he's 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 rejected, he's rebuffed. Now he's pissed off. How's that going to affect the girl's career? Like they may want to do something with her, and it, it, he's not a supporter of her, and he's a nah, I, I, I wouldn't do it with her, and he may keep her from from advancing. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a completely someone else's call how far you make it in the wrestling business. So, Shaden Floyd says he just described a normal work day. Quit your job, Shaden Floyd. Yeah, it's, and, and like he is saying, he wasn't in the rooms, right? This is just the feeling he got. This could be uh, all suspicion. It could be it based on the based on the accusations. Uh, who knows? Yeah. When they came out, they was not only concerned about the what he had said or what he had tried to do or what he did. Oh, my God. But they were concerned about their career, and rightfully so. Which goes back to the problem that I asked at the start of this podcast. Why didn't that Janet, what's her last name, Grant? Yeah, Janet Grant? Janelle. Janelle Grant. J- Janelle Grant. Why didn't she say no? Because she was scared of losing her job. Said she was down her luck anyway, brokering, the old saying, broker than a broke dick dog. I mean, that's <laughs> broke, that's broke, broke, she needed. broker than a broke dick dog. The job. My dog had a broke dick for a while. It sucked. And she got it. a puppy. And this is another thing that I'm thinking about. Who was the friend who introduced her to WWE or to Vince? I think, Anybody know? I think it was it, originally one of Vince's personal assistants. Or no, 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 no. It was the manager of her apartment building. It was like she lived in this apartment building and knew the manager. And she was like, yeah, there's this really rich guy that lives here that uh, maybe he can help you find a job. That's what I'm hearing. She was like, I can't pay rent. And he was like, well, I know somebody who will help you if you're willing to do dirty, icky things. Something like that. So they had a direct line to Vince, but it wasn't through like the wrestling division in that sense. I see. So, T. Nizzle says, I think they were a... into this role-playing shit and Vince was too stupid to know it was going to be exposed. I mean, maybe. Vince probably thought he had everything under control, locked down. Uh, he probably thinks that all the time because he usually does. Uh, and I think she probably was into it up to a point. But even if she was into it the entire time, giving her a job and then giving her ultimatums to do these things that are illegal and coerced or he'll take it away is the problem yeah and then he was like rewarding her with money and shit when she did do what he wanted they said something like fourteen thousand dollars in bloomingdale's gift cards yeah yeah this this goes deeper than what we're even taking it now these are basically the worst bits of the john laurinitis portion and on June 14th, this is a quote again, 2021, Ms. Grant again told McMahon that she did not want to engage in sexual encounters with Laura Knight, adding, I've left the hotel feeling bad about myself every time. What year is this? This is 2021. So this has gone on for a, a decent amount of time now. McMahon Two responded... Years. Uh, with John Laurinaitis's involvement less than two years, but this is two years into the Vince McMahon... Janelle Grant uh, relationship. 
The man responded that the one-on-one encounters could cease, but he expected threesomes with Laurenitis to continue. Um, text messages also say that Laurenitis is a sloppy drug. So he was like, uh, no no more, uh, Vince was telling her, like, no more one-on-one between you and me, but you got to still bang Laurenitis and I'll still show up every now and then when you're banging Laurenitis. So he was trying to get rid of her at some point. Uh, it, it seems like. It seems like he's trying to, like, put the brakes on this at this point. Yeah. And that he can't keep his mouth closed. Like, this is Vince saying this. As we say over here, Vince is all gobshite. He can't shut his mouth about this relationship to anyone who'll, who'll listen. But he's bitching about Lauren. And I mean, someone knew about, like, it was not a well-kept secret because WWE last year was tipped off about this and that's how the whole investigation happened yeah they had a whole investigation that uh supposedly came up where vince was not guilty and then uh well everything was fine what, what do you mean not guilty i mean he, no i mean they it came up that he had an affair and offered her hush money and that kind yeah, of but stuff they couldn't they couldn't find any like illegal foul play that's not whatever, what they right? were looking for though they were looking to see if he was using company money to have to like hide an affair they didn't even interview her they didn't even talk to her so there's no way they didn't talk to her right so how are you gonna know someone's guilty or not you don't even talk to the like accuser because they said they had a private investigation but but that's not what they were back they weren't trying to investigate whether or not he committed any crimes they were looking to see if he was misusing company funds which is another crime because it's because all all your financial stuff when you're a publicly traded company has to be made public. So if you're like paying your sex slave money and flying her all over and that kind of stuff, that would and you're hiding that, then that's a huge violation. Um, Dave Valinsky says one great promo against you can also end your career. Just as badass Billy Gunn. There's so many ways that somebody can get big heat in wrestling and end your career. Uh, a lot of people operate in fear of getting heat the entire time uh, that they are working for companies like this. Because if somebody has a thing against you that's in a higher up management position, uh, it's it's going to be very hard for you to advance. Renatus. Yeah. Talking it, about it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Now, right. threesome rape allegation, McMahon and Laurenitis ignored her pleas and brought her into Laurenitis' office, forcibly touching and undressing her before forcing her to engage in a threesome on a conference table. Miss Grant pleaded no, 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 and please stop. McMahon responded with no means yes. Miss Grant once again told him to stop. Instead, McMahon licked his fingers and penetrated Miss Grant and said, take it, bitch. With <laughs> each taking turns restraining her. It is written like it's... <sighs> The way it's written just seems it, it just seems so preposterous to be true, but it could but be. It could be. I'm not saying it's not exactly. It's also exactly how most people act in situations like this. Uh, women who are into the submissive role like to be called names like this and treated like shit, and men who are in the dom- dom- dominant role, you know, they're it's this it's it's simple vernacular. It's the simple stuff. For the other, Laurenitis then joined by forcibly this level of inter- interaction. Tongue then penis into Ms. Grant's mouth. Here is another Johnny Ace rape accusation. During, uh, I think this might even be the day after, during a June 15, 2021 encounter with McMahon and Laurenitis in the latter's office, Laurenitis shoved his tongue in Ms. Grant's mouth after she pleaded to stop the whole encounter, then unzipped his pants and shoved his penis into plaintiff's <laughs> mouth. And here is a Vince McMahon rape allegation. Now, obviously, 
uh, other prior to what I'm reading, I'm sure a prosecutor can say it's a grey area or she said yes or she was eventually convinced and consented. These are all stone-cold rape allegations. But man rape allegation on June... Hold on, stone-cold rape allegations? Come on. Couldn't he have phrased that in a different way? I didn't... I didn't hear. Did that glass shatter? Why does yeah? Why does Stone Cold need to get involved in this? Twenty third, twenty twenty one, around eleven twenty uh, forty two a.m. McMahon directed Ms. Grant in the middle of the workday to meet him on a lower floor. When Ms. Grant arrived, McMahon led her inside his private locker room, locked the door, and forced himself on her over a massage table. Later that day, a fifteen thousand uh, dollar gift card to Bloomingdale's were purchased. Oh, there McMahon's it is. Direction and delivered fifteen thousand. Personal assistant to Ms. Grant in her office. Now this, and also, I'm sorry, I'll finish with this. Johnny Ace's wife on multiple occasions. A fifteen thousand gift certificate. Yeah, oh yeah. But that's like, how many times have you heard like abusers in like a domestic relationship? You know, the man hits well, probably the woman hits the man as well quite a lot. You know, it's not all one way, but a man hits a woman. And then the next day says, I'll never do it again, buy some flowers and that kind of thing. It sort of reeks of that. It's, it almost seems more like a payment. Well, it, it, you know, she might have complained about him shitting on her new dress. And he was like, go buy a new one. Here's $15,000. You could buy quite I, a few with $15,000. I have a stack of Bloomingdale gift certificates in my dresser for moments like this. I don't care. Take 15 k but uh, I'll finish with this and then I'll throw it back to you. Johnny's wife, on multiple other occasions, while Ms. Grant worked under Laurinaitis, including after McMahon's promise that one-on-one encounters would end, and even after his wife moved across the country to join Laurinaitis, he would call Ms. Grant into his office, lock the door, unzip his pants, and instruct Ms. Grant to perform oral sex. Okay, who moved across the country? Johnny Ace's wife. So she moved from where to where? Probably California to Connecticut, I imagine, something like that. Okay. And it still went on. Yeah. Allegedly. As we well, say. That, that's between them, but I don't know. It just reads bad. It reads yeah. bad. It, it, it reads bad and it, it reads uh, sleazy. Let me say that. Now. Yeah, Dutch is not amused. No, it, it it is sleazy. It's um, this is all pretty pretty messed up. Yeah, and yeah. not at all surprising. Not at all surprising to me. You, you, you hear about stuff like this for decades. Uh, whether it's Vince McMahon or other wrestlers, this type of behavior exists in the wrestling industry. It's part of the reason why I quit pro wrestling. Do you want to hear Dutch's take on the Brock Lesnar part of this? Yeah. We're going to go to, quote unquote, WWE superstar. Described as a former UFC heavyweight champion whom Vince was trying to re-sign at the time in 2021. And I highly doubt it was Sure, it's not CM Punk? Oh, he wasn't a champion. And I'm not saying... (laughs) He didn't even win once. He had two (laughs) matches and he lost both of them. Who it was. But it also should be noted that Brock Lesnar is not going to be appearing at the Royal Rumble all of a sudden tonight, as we record this. And now, when did they announce that? Yesterday? They Friday? No, they announced that. That's break. Uh, a PW Insider announced this very recently, saying that Brock Lesnar was scheduled to be at the Royal Rumble. Now he is not. So, mm. 
Interesting. Anyway, you know they going aren't they going to have a press conference? I hear a lot of people from watching these videos, like these guys who have worked in the industry, saying that they think this might even ruin Brock Lesnar's public career. Uh, and he didn't even do any like he. I, I okay. He did not do anything, but he never actually met up with her. Uh, so I don't yeah, know. But he. He was bartering with a woman for his contract, right? Like, he was like, send me piss pics. And they got him, bitch. I'm going to ruin you type thing. Then they just don't they do not do it yeah. because of uh, scheduling issues. Yeah, Apparently. And, like, weather. Right after the Royal Rumble. If they wouldn't, if they had any. <clears throat> no, I, I think they might him. need. I think they might need to cancel that one. I think so. So let's call him WWE Superstar. On or about July 12th, 2021, McMahon directed Ms. Grant to create personalized sexual content for WWE Superstar. McMahon shared the photos with WWE Superstar and then informed Ms. Grant that he likes what he sees. Prior to a business dinner with McMahon, WWE Superstar made a brief visit to Grant's building. However, WWE Superstar did not return to the building for a sexual encounter because he was too intoxicated and taken back to the plane. (laughs) So I guess he showed up, but he was too wasted and ended up just leaving? Which is interesting. Now, <laughs> this is astonishing. This all goes to WWE Superstar. Later that evening, Mr. McMahon recounted the story about his dinner with WWE Superstar to Ms. Grant. He sought to salvage the night with a request that they role-play a sexual encounter in which McMahon acted as if he were WWE Superstar. McMahon was so physically rough with Ms. Grant that during the encounter... So- so because she didn't get to hook up with actual Brock Lesnar... Vince was like, pretend I'm Brock Lesnar. He put on Brock face, then beat the shit out of her. And so Miss Grant begged McMahon to stop numerous times. Another rape accusation there, including the uh, loud cries of help. I'm serious and I'm scared. As he, among other things, penetrated her, fisted her, pulled her hair, pinned her, shoved her and open palm slapped her. McMahon's assault. What if Brock would have done that to her? What if like, what if that was what was going to happen to her? Right? Oh, my God down weeping and curling to the feet brock has pretty gigantic fists you know like Position with her arms pulled up to protect her face the man alternate between slaps and shoves before admitting that i'm really fucking up with you right and left tonight huh um i'm gonna add one more thing about wwe superstar and then throw it to you mcmahon texted ms grant a reminder that she was an enslaved object to him Quote, I want to drive you lower and lower, so low that you might beg me to sell you. Yeah, that that is like BDSM talk right there. Yeah. <laughs> that you might beg me to sell you. So low. <clears throat> like, if you ever watch Vince McMahon talk and cut a promo, he says evil shit for fake, right? Like, he would probably say the most evil shit during a BDSM thing, and if you were into that, you would love that. Uh, somebody in the chat said, was there a safe word? You know, did she say the safe word? Maybe there was a safe word through all this and everything we hear Vince doing, he's doing under the assumption and maybe her assumption as well, that she could say the safe word at any time and it would end. But when it comes to court cases, she's not going to bring that up because she wants to get money out of him because she feels she was wronged. Maybe the entire time Vince was doing this, it was under a safe word. But even under that case, even under that extreme of consent and kink, he should not have put her in a position where he, she's paid to do what she does, to do these trafficking things, these sex trafficking things. 
And then one That's more the thing problem. about WWE Superstar is, I'll just make this quick, is that the uh, set a play date, then COVID hit again. And then Grant used that as an excuse to back out of it. But she was cajoled, allegedly, into sending a video to WWE Superstar of her urinating. And there was a text <clears throat> message from WWE So there's Superstar poop and pee in this story. Ms. Grant. Yeah. Detailing uh, that Vince had thrown Ms. Grant into the bargain to re-signing WWE Superstar. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. <laughs> well, this is from, from her side, her perspective, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, Again, I don't know if it happened or not, but I don't even think you could make this stuff up. <laughs> I mean, I don't think she's that creative. She should be a cre- She should have been on the creative team. She was. <laughs> <laughs> was she on the creative team? Oh no, no, no. she was uh, talent relations, right? Lauren yeah. Ice was talent relations. That would have been funny if she was on the creative team. More than anything else, uh, because the thing with the dump and the thing with you know the. The last thing you read is, it reads like a fiction book. I mean, I don't think she's that talented. I don't think the lawyer she had could make it up. Lawyers make shit up all the time, okay? They're like the masters of making shit up. So I, I don't know about that. If you if you think lawyers are always telling the truth. Back to that same say again, where there's smoke, there's fire. And it, 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 if Vince didn't want anybody to know it, he wouldn't have t- he wouldn't have took pictures. He had to know that's a, and he wrote her these text messages messages can be corroborated, correct? Uh, yeah, I hope so. I here's the one thing about text messages is that I'm sure they were all screen grabbed from her phone, but to absolutely be sure, we need to make sure they came from Vince's phone. But don't I, they have a rec? Don't they have a record of this? I'm sure they're looking into it right now. The- yeah, there's definitely a record. They can be subpoenaed. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, like I, I've worked for a phone company before. You can you can go back and look at text records, and they can be subpoenaed by courts to to look at uh, as evidence for things. Absolutely. The phone. I think they've already looked into it. Mm. I think they would need Vince's phone to corroborate, make sure the text messages left it. But yeah, I wonder if they can. But, okay, even on her phone, wouldn't it? His number appear on there. Now, th- now the prosecution you phone records as well, right? Was yeah, you can't get like a record of what was said in the call, but you can get like the numbers involved and the duration. Yeah, this now, guy's saying that the number could be spoofed. Like you, you can get the phone records. N- no, no, no. Actually, no. That's actually true. If it's spoofed, it'll show as the spoofed number in the records, oh. or at, at least in the records I had access to. Like, or it, or if someone like blocked their number when they called, you know. 
I, I don't even remember what the code is to like block caller ID. Uh, it, it shows caller ID blocked, basically. In the wouldn't record. they be able to get? Wouldn't they be able to subpoena Vince McMahon's phone records and get what he has sent? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, the spoof wouldn't come from Vince's phone. Like it comes from a different phone. So they even said Vince she was. Those. She had a phone uh, in the in the lawsuit. Said she had like a business phone that was given to her for a lot of this stuff. A lot yeah. of the you know like like porn that they had her make basically yeah. now i'm acting like prosecution, yeah, could, which could be which basically means you can put anyone's number in there or pretend to be anyone's number and push it in i doubt yeah but from his phone records or her phone records you can't you can't spoof that from a record if you, the phone company sends it to you i hope not but i think to make sure they'd need to compel vince to give up his phone to confirm like if i if i called you and blocked it and then you went in you like logged into your call list like through your phone company's website it would show on your end that i blocked it on my end it would show that i called you yeah i'm pretty sure it would yeah. say an outgoing yeah on my end it would yeah yeah <clears throat> so they hmm. need to get very legal with that in that sense to confirm Nicholas Rose asked, why think- is this guy just holding what looks like a turd the entire time? That's a cigar. Yeah. Some people just love to have the cigar and they kind of chew on it a little bit. Yeah. And- After hearing the story of Vince pooping <clears throat> on this girl's head, I think people think he's just holding a dried turd. There's just hand. so much poop involved here. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. This will hang around. Yes. Yes. You think so? I don't think so. Hey, Vince is 80 now. How long can it hang around before he just kicks the bucket? <laughs> well, and I think his mother this, lived like to 100 or something. Yeah, but see, she didn't have the pressure of this on her. Now he's got this. Now, I think even more than the company, he wants to salvage his reputation. But I think that is unsalvageable at this point, I don't oh. think. I think anybody that looks at Vince now is is going to think of this. A rapist and a shit freak. Yeah. And John Laurinaitis can hang it up. He's already done there anyway. Oh, yeah. He was never an asset, in my opinion, anyway. It sucked when they tried to make him an on-screen character. I thought he was terrible. Yeah, it seems now you know why. Now you you know why he got all those pushes and all that work and all that Because he was having... I I wonder if... it doesn't say in the lawsuit that Vince did anything with the other men involved, though. I wonder if it did happen, though. If that goes to court, that would come out. And even it's it's if if you're having threesomes, that's even the if balls you're not are doing touching stuff with the men. The balls you're are doing. Touching. You're doing. You're doing the act with those guys. They're your cohorts. They're your accomplices. But I'm wondering if Vince took some in the mouth or like t- you know stuck stuck it into a. A, a male butt or you know i didn't think of that at all dave valinsky in our uh super chat us saying i once accidentally vomited in brock lesnar's dorm room at the university of minnesota luckily he wasn't there dude dave are you gonna admit to that now by the way what by the way you? to all of you uh sending in the super chats we really appreciate it uh i would ask if you would be so kind uh we are actually only at Six percent of our goal. If if any one of you would like to start a tip train, please uh, help us out and use the link pinned in the chat to send us a couple you, bucks. Thank you. You have to wonder if you have a class action lawsuit. If you worked for WWE under John Laurinaitis, 
and he pressured you into doing things. I wonder if there's going to be a big lawsuit that comes out shortly after all of this to uh, say, you know, like this, he did this with many other people. And if he was put under there by Vince, it, it, it would be interesting to see where this goes. Like this could, like we know she was uh, given $3 million to stay quiet, but there was, she was given one mil- in promise. Well, three. She was, she was promised three, but there was $14 million promised here. So she's it, there's more, there's more people that were they're covered up through all this. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know what people kind who of may not have came forward at all. If he got anything, but I'm sure he did. If Vince had anything to do about it, he's still trying to. And John could he could even turn on Vince to save his own ass. Hmm. I mean, you're gonna have a lot of rats back and forth, and you know when they're. Vince is the one they want to get. He's the one. That's what she's going after. And I don't know if she's... The way you describe it, he couldn't pay her the other two million. He could. They, he didn't. They were already on to tip it. Tween, bud. <laughs> tween. Tip Twain, Jay bud. Tip Twain, bud. with the tip Twain. <laughs> no. We uh, look at... Way- uh, we, we we look at the uh, t- I wonder what the timeline is with John Laurinaitis taking over as talent relations and Shane McMahon leaving the company. Uh, what no if idea. Shane left because he he felt like maybe that should have been his job? No he, idea. He, I don't I don't know how that line. Yeah, I described it is that he may have not paid the other two million because the board had already been made aware of these allegations and maybe Vince blamed Ms. Grant for leaking this information and therefore decided not to pay. Okay. So out of vengeance, he was mad. Screw her. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. Exactly. And I can understand that reaction too. But you don't pay somebody millions of dollars if they don't have something on you. Yeah. And he paid something like 17 million or 19 million I guess if he paid the other two million, it would have been nineteen million. If they don't have anything on you, I heard so far. And I, I, how much did you think Endeavor knew about this? They had to know about it before they entered the deal, don't you think? I think the board knew far more details than were released, and then when and and then when Endeavor uh, and and WWE merged, I'll guarantee that like Ari Emanuel and some of the other higher ups, Nick Khan knew far more but i don't think they knew all of this i don't think they had this level of detail from any of the accusations i imagine let's say you're gonna buy the entire catalog of uh harvey weinstein's films right let's say you're gonna buy the weinstein company let's say you're gonna buy a property full of art talent media content from somebody who did a bad thing does that taint the content? It does for some people. I guess that's everyone's choice. How they f- well, some people can't choose how they feel about it. I guess I don't know. I don't think anybody can explain this. I don't think there's many Cosby Show reruns being played these days. You know, it was a good show too. It, it was the most popular show on TV when I was a kid. From Vince's side, because he just 
it sounds bad. It is bad. And the sponsors, I don't think they want to be associated with it. I don't blame Coral them. Cola is asking, did the accusation come out recently or did it come out in the 2000s, but it went under the radar for a couple of decades? <laughs> These accusations are from, they happened like um, three years ago. Uh, I think they, I think she started working there in 2018. And I think for like I think a it was couple of years. 2019, but it could be 2018. Yeah, I think she started, because I read the whole thing. She started working for the company in 2018, I believe. And, uh, I don't know. I'd have to pull it up. But yeah, I think she, it was 2019 is when she met him, but I could be wrong. But I think they got to Slim Jim, but said, okay, he's that may have been the reason he resigned. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think we'll come back if he goes. He, if he will announce he's resigning. See, there's a cause and effect in all this. Everything that if you back it up, I haven't done it on a timeline. This happened. Why did this happen here? Why did Stephanie all of a sudden just quit? Yeah, it was 19, 2019, 2022. Because she was on the board, and everybody knew anyway. And she must have known enough to not want to get that stink of being associated with a dad. On Why it. did Kevin Dunn quit? Just because he had a lot of heat anyway. But he said, well, hell, this is a perfect time to quit. And probably got a hell of a severance package. Yeah, I think he's worth when nine he figures. I bet he's worth nine figures. He's got stock options. He's paid very well. See, here's here's the other uh this is the other picture of her that I've seen. It's obviously the same girl. She's not the little green thing with a red hat, right? Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was Trump Park. Yeah, yeah. That was Stanford the name of the residence. Yeah. This is why I said twenty eighteen, because that's when this article is from, but she had she wasn't working there yet. But it was for yeah. it's it's the name of the building, and uh, hmm. and it was it's in Stanford. Are those her parents with her? Or are those nah, just I don't probably just other people. I don't think those are her parents. Um, no, it was like people who. It was event co-chair Janelle Grant, Darlene McDowell, and Annie Catcher, and it was like a a fundraiser. The Boys and Girls Club where they got backpacks. Yeah. Yeah. And some crayons. He'll, he'll be worth $50 million plus. So, but if you do a cause and effect on a timeline, this happened because of this leaked here and this leaked here. And and I think uh, Triple E got into power a lot easier than I thought he would. Triple but E. <laughs> they had that own Vince. That's what he calls Triple H. Yeah, I think, I think he's talking the, about uh, Los Angeles comedian Sam Tripoli. They threatened him or whatever, but it all came down to that this is going to come out. So I wonder if if it he had did how much notice did you think Vince had of this or his attorneys? The day. Uh, ah, well, I believe the board was. How much? Go. How much right. of this do you think Vince Vince knew about? <laughs> I will get there in a very brief thing. Let me just get through this. Another sexual assault from Vince McMahon. NDA uh, cajoled, finally signed. Gets paid a million up front, etc. News of the NWA quick. Uh, NWA. 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 NDA. NWA. 
He's he's always thinking wrestling. Putting over the wrong company, dude. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll move on. To, uh, I I got a little bit of Eric Bischoff talking about it. Eric Bischoff is like, I I don't even want to talk about this. Uh, okay, let's talk about. Um, we know The Rock is now a board member, and now we need to start figuring out the who, what, when, where, why of the last week. <sighs> because as Rock <laughs> comes on the board. Just a couple of days later, the lawsuit goes public. Uh, I know that names are out there now, but I'm still going to just leave that out. Uh, but we know that a victim has come forward, and I believe this is the very first tip-off the Wall Street Journal had during the summer of 2022, where all of this first started to come to light. But now we have much more specific. Why does he want to look like a movie villain? I'm, like a, He's... He's was 70 something, right? Yeah. Like maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he thinks he's hot. Way, way more specific information than any of us ever expected or imagined or wanted. I have to be be honest with you, Eric. I've been in a bit of a head funk since Thursday. Uh, You actually sent me a screen grab of something on social media when I was at the airport boarding my plane to Tampa. I quickly found the court document, downloaded it to my phone, and read it on the flight to Tampa. And it every page I read, it seemingly got worse and worse. I, I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect that. And I've really had a hard time sort of wrapping my head around it and reconciling my fandom and everything this affects in the entire space. I'm really struggling to find the words, Eric. Where did his bell collection go? Okay. Con- Conrad Thompson, he uh, he's Ric Flair's son-in-law, and he's also like a big-time wrestling memorabilia collector and podcaster. And usually, yeah. that thing behind him has tons of, of actual belts, not replica belts, like the actual belts that Ric Flair and various wrestlers wore when they were champions. He would like buy their belts from them. And there's looks no, like they're gone. You can see the little stands that the belts go on. Right. You think there. he had to defend them in a match and got beat? <laughs> I don't of them? think so. I don't think he's ever been in a match. That'd be awesome. I am too, and it's one of the reasons why. Just to be honest with our audience, I had a difficult time yesterday. We sat down to record this this podcast, and I just I felt like a blithering idiot because I couldn't find the words to articulate or express how I was truly feeling because I didn't know how I was feeling. I was nauseous, not physically, but, you know, I felt like I should be nauseous. Let's put it that way. Um, It's still difficult. And I think for me, and I've been able to kind of think through it, knowing we were going to do the show again today, it's like, all right, you've got to be able to, share how, how you feel about this. And I think here's the best I can come up with, man. At the core of this story, the very core of the story, and it was included in some of the information that I sent you, which was the court documents and the complaint. It wasn't anything, you know, that anybody else no. didn't have. No. It's evil. And even that word doesn't really do it justice. But it's just sick, and I mean mentally, emotionally sick, and evil. 
And the victim, because I know all the haters are going to go, oh, but he didn't, he didn't say enough about her. You think Vince like got off on being a heel, like being like the, the evil heel. Uh, I probably, yeah, probably got off on a lot of stuff. Huh? I can't. He's imagine a pervert. What she's going to go through for the rest of her life. I'll pray for her that she finds the right spiritual guidance and mental health guidance, because this is never going to leave her. She will be carrying this memory around for the rest of her life. And I can't imagine that. I can't even try to imagine it because self-preservation kicks in and I force myself to stop thinking about it. And I, I feel so bad for the people that are innocent because this is just such a dark cloud over everything that's WWE right now. Yeah. Now, I, I do believe that that's going to change, not sooner than later. It's going to change, but it's going to take time. But there are so many innocent people that are affected by this. And at the epicenter, obviously friends and family members, like close friends, close family members of, of the victims as well as the McMahons. I mean, I'm, I'm friends with Shane. I, I, I think of Stephanie in a very high regard right now. I think of her in a very high regard. And Linda McMahon. I mean, these are people that I've met and, and have worked with and I've seen how they've treated others. And this is, they're having to bear this as well. Bischoff's whole look here is interesting. The backwards baseball cap. He lost a bet, so he yeah. had to shave his... He got his head shaved, like, a few days before this happened, before this was recorded. Uh, oh. And his glasses do look like safety goggles. He's got, int- uh, he's got an interesting style about him, you know? Looks like he's I, about to cook some blue crystal meth. Just And the people that work there, there are so many people that we know, both of us know, they're there that are working hard every day that are good family people, honest people contribute to society, help others. I mean, really good people that I know there personally and they're affected by this. I think into your point a little earlier, you've had a hard time reconciling your fandom and how you feel about the company and how you feel about being a wrestling fan at this point. I feel the same way there. I mean, I've had thoughts cross my mind of like, maybe it's just time for me to walk away from all this. That's correct. Like, so, you know, that's saying a lot when Eric Bischoff, who still, you know, is in the podcasting part of wrestling, like he's not working in the industry directly, but he still has a place in it. He's like, maybe I should just walk away from this now. It's that bad. That does say a lot. It's pretty gross. There's a whole lot of, from the top down, there's a lot of room for people to take advantage of uh, people who are willing to do, you know, whatever it takes and whatever it takes becomes more than you should legally ask of somebody. 
this like, is this is not just a WWF thing, not just a Vince McMahon thing. In the wrestling industry, you know, this could happen at an indie indie federation, small level local fucking wrestling show. They have some things like this going on. Maybe it's gotten to the point where I just don't want to be associated with it anymore. Now, fortunately, I know myself well enough to know that that's a fleeting moment. It's just kind of like the state of shock, I guess, so that I'm in and, and wondering about some of the people that I know and, and love that work there and wondering how they're dealing with it. I don't want to call them and ask them. I haven't talked to Bruce. I want to. We've exchanged a few texts. We know Conrad's talked to Bruce. But, but they're processing right now. I don't think Bruce should have to say anything about it unless his name comes up in any of the like court stuff. Uh, I don't... You know, I don't think he'll want to say anything about it. He doesn't it sounds have like to. he was pretty close to McMahon. Yeah, he's been he's been working for him for a very long time. They're, they're hopefully they're with the people that are closest to them, and they'll get through this too. We're all going to get through this. When I say we all, I mean wrestling fans and you and I, and trying to reconcile how we feel about all this. We're all going to get through it just fine. WWE is big enough and strong enough; it will survive this, not easily. Not without incurring some pain, not without some serious issues. That look, let's be honest, this is not the end of this story. This story will continue to evolve. We don't know how much. We don't know if there'll be other people coming out of the woodwork as a result of this. There's a lot we don't know. We can't predict. The only thing I would say is I doubt that it's going to go away soon. And hopefully, once again, I'm wrong. I'd love for it to just go away. <laughs> they 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 say more about it, but yeah, I mean you you kind of get how he feels about it. Um yeah. I got a uh, I saw Eric Bischoff in person and he was super funny. Super like really funny guy and he sat at the bar with like all the fans and had a drink and everything. Pretty cool guy. Uh We got uh so we saw the like when Jim Cornette Jim Cornette was live when he got the news about Vince McMahon in the last video we watched about it and this is him and his co-host they got a lot of shit for laughing when they were reading everything but it was just like a new thing coming out like the story had literally just dropped while they reacted to it so they were like what is this cuz it sounds like a crazy movie or something you know yeah uh or like a lifetime original <laughs> Remember those Lifetime original movies with, like, the super evil man character? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, the weird crazy mom that's, like, locking her child up in a little box. Yep. Before we get into this story with Mr. McMahon. His melted face. Who has now been replaced uh, or replaced Satan on the f***ing all-time hit list of people who want to burn him in hot boiling oil. And well-deserved, allegedly. Do we have to say <laughs> well-deserved, allegedly? allegedly at this point, I guess well, it still hadn't been allegedly adjudicated. Well if it's still on the payroll. I like how he said well-deserved and then allegedly. <laughs> we have to say allegedly no, I, I, Jeremy, unless he's discovered the fountain of youth, he's not going to live long enough to get Vince McMahon out of any of this shit. And I'm, I'm betting you he's got his telephone disconnected. He's, he's clipped the fucking cord. 
But uh, it, at any rate, whether it's alleged or not, Vince has so much heat. You and I got some of his fucking heat. And I will tell the people what happened because the other day we had just finished. We were still on headset with each other talking, had finished recording one of the 18 shows we do every week. When suddenly the Wall Street Journal headline popped up on your computer and we were still going and we said, we'll do a breaking news for the YouTube people. What's the fuck's going on here? Vince is getting sued again. <laughs> and as we read this, I, you know, I don't know what to say to you folks otherwise than God damn it. If you can read in the Wall Street Journal that an internationally famous billionaire that you once worked for is being hauled into court and sued for, among other things, shitting on somebody's head, you're going to fucking laugh. <laughs> and it, it, potentially at that point, the whole thing becomes a fucking rib. So I apologize for my first blush, but here's another thing. As we've come to find out more details, because a lot of people, by the time that they listen to this thing. My first response is like, it just, it sounds like a, like a, like a joke that someone made up. Well, I, I mean, I laugh about all types of stuff. that's this horrible and beyond yeah. all the time. I make jokes about stuff. that's this horrible and beyond all the time. Um, I don't know if they do. Their audience might expect different from them. They're old men that are going to have a completely different perspective on this than most people. You can judge them. All they have to say is, you know, uh, we were just getting the information off the bat and we reacted um, under, under the idea that it was shocking. And that shockingness led us to soften the shock with humor. That's what some people do. They could say that. They could, they could say what they're doing now. It really really doesn't matter. People are going to want you to react a certain way, and when you don't react the way they want you to react, they're going to react a certain way. The, the, it's the react police. The comments on either Twitter or the YouTube channel, there's some fucking people, again, on this issue that are just goddamn... <sighs> with a lack of taste on, on, on uh, a variety of points that were blaming this girl, this young lady, because I think that's, in addition to the people that were hot at us, we're saying we're the worst human beings in the world because we were laughing at and making mockery of this thing after they'd read the complaint, because now the complaint is out in public. But there's also people that, unfortunately, they see this shit on television, and they figure, well, this is another one of the cases of the Hollywood producer getting his girlfriend apart in a fucking movie or, you know, fucking pushing her to goddamn the, the moon on the stage or whatever the fuck or some kind of business arrangement gone wrong. And most normal people that live, hey, even you and me that are not normal, but live somewhat rational fucking lives and don't deal with tens and hundreds of millions of dollars. And they see shit on TV about NDAs and hush money payoffs and millions of dollar payments going on and fucking BMWs being bandied about. And they think, well, everybody's full of shit. <clears throat> Fuck all these people. And because of what happened last year, 
Vince was outed with the hush money payments and all that shit, or now the year before, I guess, people never could figure, we, we made jokes about the illegal paralegal. And somebody, you know, it, it, we everybody assumed that, well, Vince gets girlfriends. And he- I don't know if she was, I, I think she was like an accountant or something. I don't know if she was a paralegal, but maybe she was. Maybe, maybe that's. Maybe what- there was another one. Maybe yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. there's multiple, there's multiple people we're talking about here. He's got him on the side and then he gives them <clears throat> jobs. Yeah, he shouldn't have given them jobs. And pays them a bunch of money and whatever the fuck, and, and he was paying his girlfriends with company money. Well, they're all a bunch of heels. But when you read the the actual, and how do you get, can, is this public, the complaint, the lawsuit, whatever the terminology is. is, can you? Okay, then everybody ought to go read this. This wasn't a case of Vince went to fucking... You know, St. Petersburg and found some stripper at a goddamn Hooters or whatever and gave <laughs> a her Hooters a in job in the legal department. Yeah. This girl, Not an Applebee's, though. And, and remember, when you asked me on the clip, because I'd seen a black and white picture, and I said, what, can she be 30? And I was kind of giving it the benefit of the doubt to the elder side because he fucking 75. And it, But then... <laughs> You said, well, I don't know. She looks younger than that. I saw the color picture. I said, you're right. We think she was 21. So Jim Cornette has this theory that she's 21. I I, I don't know where he's getting that from. Is he saying he thinks she's 21? Or are you saying he thought she was 21 when he saw the colored photo of her? Based on what he says in this video, because he keeps talking. Is Is he saying that when he was reacting, he thought she was really young or... We've got yeah. to verify that because there's been some kind of other reports. You thought she was in her early 40s. And the, that news, the newspaper the said, flat out, I saw I think yeah. in the New York Post and somewhere else that she was 43 and that she was 41 a couple of years ago when all this happened. Well, bullshit. So the the, the point bullshit. is, she's a very young girl that's never had a job or worked out in the real world because she's been taking care of her ailing parents that have passed away. They've lost a family home in bankruptcy. This is like goddamn Dorothy in Kansas. It's a tragedy. And because she lives in this building where she knows the building manager, the building manager says, well, you ought to meet Vince McMahon. He's a billionaire. Maybe he could help you give you a job in his company because she doesn't know what to do. So that's where she's not experienced in any of these things and suddenly gets in with this master fucking manipulator. And we've talked about, you know, Vince's Jedi mind tricks with with wrestlers on getting them to do finishes or talking them out of shit. But when you read this, this lawsuit... It's in, it's like a horror movie. It's insane the way it's that It's mind he, games. It was him playing mind no, games. No, that, that that trivializes it. This but no, but that's how it started. God damn. I can't believe he was he was he had to be writing shit down to do to this to prey on her mind like this. This wasn't any kind of frivolous I'm sorry, again, any kind of frivolous arrangement with some Hooters girl. This was this poor girl that's obviously disturbed mentally about numerous things, and here comes this billionaire 
handing her all this shit and say telling what? her she's going to be a vice president? I wouldn't even say disturbed mentally. It's a girl, and we don't know exactly well, how old because of the conflicting things. Who's going through wouldn't a it, ton wouldn't of it shit? Wouldn't it disturb you? If your parents had died and they were it, bankrupt, but it signifies something house. else when you phrase it like that. You well, can't say I'm she's disturbed mentally. Upset. She I'm, says someone who's yeah. obviously going through an incredible ordeal emotionally, and it appears based on what you read in the complaint. And again, like you have talked about, it's out there public; anyone could see it. She goes into detail about their first meeting. It was like a two-hour meeting in his apartment, his penthouse. <clears throat> And it was all him trying in to his underwear. relate to her. All him trying to relate her hardships to everything he experienced growing up. And that's how it started. And this, it, 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 number one, I talked about, you know, in previous episodes plenty of time, how I, the, the times that I was around Vince McMahon, his contact with anybody, with anybody, was so limited besides the limo to the fucking show to the office to the fucking it boggles my mind what has happened to is it is it a combination of late stage i guess i don't know if late stage were late age concussions he started getting concussions after the age of 50 and all the fucking human growth hormone and testosterone or whatever the fuck. Or maybe he was always doing this with people he worked around and you never noticed it because you were too busy working. Like we have a history of allegations uh, against people working at a V with the, there was Pat Patterson allegations for the longest time. There was like you, you could say you never saw him. He was always busy, but if he's doing this to people he has on the payroll, he could easily make time for this. And it, 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 or you were around him during the one brief period of time where he acted like an adult in between the steroid trial and all the scandals of the early 90s and the Attitude Era when he was the most behaved, <sighs> where he seemed at the time he got off steroids and he just seemed like a skinny guy who was in shape. He seemed like he was growing up. And then they threw a <laughs> billion dollars at him and a publicly traded stock. Well, no, no, no. First, he got in the ring. First he got in the ring, and th- and then the fucking body went out of control, and then he got a billion dollars. But, but he was on steroids in the 80s and 90s. He got off him for a few years. Again, he was had scandals everywhere. It was a sex scandal. Uh, it was the steroid trial. And then we don't know if this is something that's been in his behavior. Robotter says Piper got turned out when he first got in the industry, and Piper was not one to lie. Um, I think Piper may have been one to lie. Uh in general, there was a lot of things that were questioned uh, from him at times. I but think he admitted I, I he, he about lied that. about that. Huh. What, what, what do they mean by turned out, specifically? When he was early in the wrestling, he was forced to have yeah. sex with bookers. Yeah. Um, let me see here. We're going how far back? We just don't know. This is one story we're hearing about. You have to wonder if this is really... The first time he's done any of these things or something that he's become accustomed to, we really don't know. But I won't, I don't think it's fair to assume that this is just something he started doing in his 70s out of boredom or anything. Well, and how, how could you start doing this in your fucking 70s? I mean, it's just that, and that's the, with Vince, during the time that I was there, being in a room with him was like being in a fucking room with the principal. You know, I can't, fathom 
this this behavior and from that and from the people around him. But uh, dealing chronologically chronologically with this thing, <clears throat> he put time and effort into this plot against this girl, constantly meeting her, constantly giving her gifts, giving her, letting her go to WrestleMania, her and her building manager. And it got to be this. I love Piper, but he lied about the locker room incident with Nash. I mean, that, that's what I was bringing up too. Oh, uh, but I'm also a Nash mark, so maybe Nash was lying. <clears throat> but it did seem like that was uh, corroborated that he was not telling the truth about that. These jobs, and then set it up, and then put her in these places where not only did she not have everything to do, and she didn't know what she was supposed to be doing for all this money, but apparently most of the people that she was working under knew that she was there not to do anything. They <laughs> didn't say anything. They're like, oh, then, that's that girl Vince hired so he can bang her. Yeah. Well, also, she was working under John Laurinaitis. Maybe they assumed that two, she was doing things. Two years into it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. When what was her initial position he, when she was brought in? So I, I believe it was accounting. I, I think they hired her for the accounting department, and people noticed that they were all busy, and she was like hardly ever busy. You know, um, and and then they moved her to when when McMahon decided to pawn her off on Laurinaitis. Uh, he moved her over to talent relations. He, when she, where she had relations with talent coerces her at it again we're not going to go blow by blow on this now with this ridiculous shit uh, but it, it, i mean i can't imagine being in the building 25 years ago when i was in that office and the shit going on any remotely resembling this and people not obviously knowing about it and how they were able to people keep it aren't going to know about it in general. You have to hide it from people, especially from Cornette, who is the known office kinkster pervert. You don't <laughs> want to let that guy in on that. You're probably worse than he is because <clears throat> he'll tell everybody because he's open about it. Cover indicates that. A number of people. The reason why just... so many Republicans get outed as being sickos, they are putting on this image that they would never do such a thing because they're strictly hiding that they do such things. Fuck sickos. Didn't give a shit. Makes it clear from reading the complaint, although there are a number of parties unnamed, and we can discuss that in a little while, that company-wide or executive-wide, there was a long time... All right, I you know what? I have someone else's take on this that I want to share just for a couple minutes here. Dude, Check. tell me it's the ghost of Ultimate Warrior. Nope. Shit. Holler if you hear me, and welcome to this week's edition of Luke Covers, where we are going to be actually going out here since the snow has been coming down, and we are going to be doing a little bit of enjoyment right here, enjoying a bit of the outdoors while we still can since the snow has stopped for a little bit. And well, a little bit of problems, a little bit of snowfall, that's certainly a lot better Winston than the Smith big amount of problems. Winston Smith says, fatty is a liberal, LOL. If you're talking about me, I'm actually an extreme Nazi left wing. I just don't hide the fact that I'm a sicko like you pussy bitch conservatives do. We Come be a hardcore Nazi sicko like me, you hidden bitch conservative that does hidden bitch sicko shit because you're not man enough to admit the fact that you like to suck dudes in bathroom stalls 
loser. Don't dump on me, bitch. Well, well, well. After all this recent time of hearing that there is this going to be a 10-year, $5 billion deal between the WWE and Netflix. That is he gay? Does he have the hiccups? Starting in 2025. I believe. When you really look at it, beyond the big headline of this deal that the uh, parent company of the WWE, which not too long ago, TKO, came and now took over WWE from it just being something that Vince McMahon and family was in charge of completely. Now they've got a parent company. And also beyond Netflix, there is also what happens with The Rock now being on the board of directors at TKO. Now, not too long after the big announcement of him and his uh, XFL now are merging with the USFL to have just one big springtime football league. We've now got other things that involves the man behind the power, the man who is the power at WWE. Yes, Mr. Uh, Vincent uh, Kennedy McMahon. Well, uh, then he, he put an A at the beginning of Vince's name. Uh, Vincent uh, Kennedy. Oh, well, well. Appreciate the choir. Got an ex-employee. Yeah, basically. Who is coming in for a little back pay. Why does he have a shopping cart in his backyard? Is he stealing <laughs> shopping carts? Dude, I bet. Yeah. It's he one of those. doesn't have a car. Back. See it? It's one of those double-decker shopping carts. It's a little wee boy shopping carts. Yeah. He walks to the store, buys his groceries, comes back with the wee boy shopping cart, gets it in the backyard, puts his groceries in, and keeps it back there so the police don't see, see these borrowing a shopping cart for his groceries. Pay or, as she should really properly say, pay back when it comes to what she's alleging in the court documents that are out now in this lawsuit, where she's got some things to say. He's got his uh, Detroit Lions gear that on. That are outright morbidly funny and how messed up they are. It's almost as if everything that you've seen from the Attitude Era up until around 2006 or seven or so that Vince McMahon was doing on camera right there as the Mr. McMahon Every bit of it, yeah, it's almost like they t- uh, the reason why people who really are the basic bitch kind of smart marks to wrestling who want to tell you over and over that the best wrestling personas are just the real personality with the volume turned up. Although a good portion of those pro wrestlers out there, if you take away some big gimmick, they have a personality that's even less than your typical present-day Hollywood actress who has the acting range of looking constipated or uh, having resting bitch face in between their monotone whispers and vacant stares. So you go to wrestlers and, well, maybe, no, you need a little bit of a creative department to give them something to do or say. Because if you're not, you're just left with somebody who can go around and pretend to have a big throttling match with another guy for about 20, 25 minutes. That's really, really boring unless you really, really are the kind of person who puts way too much personal investment into trying to take the act of people simulating violence against each other that damn seriously to the point of it not being healthy. What has he said? It's a big run on sentence, but I think <laughs> at the end of all this, he's saying that we're taking wrestling too seriously by getting angry at Vince McMahon. This has nothing to I mean, like it has to do with a company who, who, whose product is wrestling, but this has nothing to do with the actual wrestling. Well, I know it's his last line says that people are taking uh, a company about fake fighting too seriously. I mean, so he's, he's, a- he's saying if you think McMahon is a bad guy, you're taking this fake wrestling thing too seriously. Oh, is it just part of the fake wrestling? 
<laughs> I don't know. That's the last line I, I, I heard from him. Reason, a guy like good old Dustin uh, Runnels was a guy who got a career based off of being the son of a big time wrestler. Who was the son of a plumber. And he was great in the ring. By the way, thank you. Could Can someone get us to like at least 10%? Can you guys uh, band together and start a tip train? In about five minutes or so, we're going to watch this movie uh, 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 as part of our Patreon. And so, Patrons $10 and above can join us for the film. If you're not a patron $10 and above, you might think about doing it. Water outside of anything else, but then became a big name act, an all-time Hall of Famer, uh, on his own merits, once he came over to Vince McMahon, and in the mid '90s, they decided to make him into an ambiguously gay parody of old-time Hollywood, dressed in gold and massaging his opponents and doing weird promos. Where instead of just going in there and yelling about who's going to beat them up, he's talking about them in the, the most erotic. The grapes are real. Dude, Seth, <laughs> I that's see. So messed up. I love grapes. Grapes are delicious. In the intense way possible while massaging himself and in every fourth sentence going. Oh, you. Oh, Kendall, you do that so well, dude. Why is he bringing this up? Anyways? Look at like, this. He's literally just he's literally just bringing this up so he can put on gay face and do the dust. The, the gold dust manuals. Yeah. Yep. And guess what? It worked. Yes, Dustin Reynolds put you to sleep unless you're one of those five people that still takes idiots like Dave Meltzer or racist asswipes who gloat about threatening women and threatening uh, black men with n bombs to their face. None of like this is true. Seriously. There's no way he put yeah, you yeah. to sleep. You literally brought up his name and then did his gay sex mannerism that he would taunt people with. There's no way he put you to sleep if tw- 20-something years later you're copying that by memory. Gold you're, dust. You're sus. You're a suspect. You're highly <clears throat> sus. Luke is amazing. We'll always remember Goldust in the wrestling world. It's sort of like the world of the comic book world where you, there is a lot of money to be made in it. Trust me, when you look at just the sheer significance of the branding of WWF, it's very comparable to Marvel and DC Comics with all the decades of history, of memorable personalities, memorable storylines, memorable matches, memorable battles, all this stuff. And when you really look at it, if you look at the present day, a lot of what is there, you see like these wrestling pay-per-views, which could be the equivalent to what happens with these uh, comic cons, whether they're in Indiana, if it's the big one of San Diego, if it's New York, or if it's uh, that one in Chicago, C2E2, or the one I'll be going to uh, in, um, in February, which is the Great Lakes Comic Con. It's almost always based off of things that happen. Oh, damn, we got to go to Great Lakes Comic Con. <laughs> I think that... Uh... Orlando Megacon Comic Con is going to have the Sasuke sisters and Eric July and um, Sturges. He might go. And Sturge. He might go. I kind of want to go to Orlando for Megacon just to go take a picture with Eric July. Someone get me a screenshot of this because this this needs. Yeah, this is perfect. (laughs) This is perfect for a thumbnail. Oh, God. All right. Decades ago, you go into the conventions and you see mostly the, you know, shirts or you see the hats or you see the costumes. It's all based off of decades uh, away. 
personalities and almost nothing to do with uh, the present day people, the present day characters. When is this Comic Con that you were talking about? I'm not sure when. I just know it's Orlando MegaCon. It's supposed to be coming up in the next uh, soon. I just saw a picture of it and it was like the Sasuke sisters and Eric July and a bunch of other Ripaverse. Is it like during Ripaverse? The s- oh God, it's like it's like tomorrow, right? Oh shit, that's way sooner. Yeah. Than it says February first through fourth. Damn. Yeah. So it's, it's Eric's supposed right to be there up. this Sunday, I guess. So if anybody's in Orlando and wants to meet Eric July, go Sunday for the Eric July meetup. Get a picture with uh, Ripa. Ripa. It's almost nothing with Riri Williams and almost all of it with Iron Man. And well, with wrestling, you'll find those where you see, yeah, the big name at the time is now Mr. Roman Reigns, who's been the heavyweight champion and one of the longest running uh, title reigns with the belt. He's now the fourth longest running with thousands of days because that's how they measure pro wrestling uh, title reigns. They don't go by, you know, numbers of defenses or anything. It's really a matter of days uh, consecutively. Since one thing that pro wrestling has over other forms of entertainment is the fact that it takes place in real time. The fact that the way storylines play out they don't do that sort of thing like with marvel or dc comics where either they gotta go and have a separate universe or they gotta go all right yeah i was looking at this megacon to see who's gonna be there they got they got some cool guests at this for sure the Sasuke sisters will be there that's not who i'm talking about um like like marissa tomei yeah Susan gina Sar- davis yeah Susan sarandon yeah Thelma and louise do well yeah yeah Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston. Did you see uh, the Suska sisters recently got uh, some, they found old videos of them in like a really disgusting uh, torture, uh, sick adult fetish video. Was Vince McMahon there? No, but Air July made a response to it. Air July was like, I'm not going to, we're not going to respond to cancel. They're going to have rip Holy shit. Jamie Farr is going to be there. And, and hot lips from mash. Man, they're mashing it up. Yeah, that's very strange. Gina Carano will yeah. be there. I wonder if she'll she'll get a picture with the Ripa. Inconceivable. There's a there's a lot of great Jamie Presley's gonna be there. Shat. There's gonna be some shat there when I was a kid. Do you think Shat Shatner showing is up? into shatting on people? He might be, dude. It might just be a thing from that day. From that day and age. Oh, my God. They got the Entourage cast there. Let's go. Uh, the Doctor Who River. River Alyssa Song. Milano. Yeah. Mil- this is actually stacked. Yeah. This is a lot of fucking people. Alba Fat's going to be there. Shannon Dorn. Randy gonna- Quaid. Jason Priestley. Jason Lee. We're both naming off different Jasons. Jasons. Yeah. Yeah. This is Don Bluth. Wow. Yeah. Well, Ethan Suppley's going to be oh, there. Oh, Tony Danza and Jonathan Frakes canceled. Yeah, this is oh, actually. Oh, come on, Jonathan Frakes. T-Dans. I see some uh, Scientology representation in here, huh? Of course. Huh? Of course. Huh? Amazing. can't believe Jason Frakes canceled. All right, that was I... pretty deep, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, here's Brett Keen. Uh, Brett Keen is on some panel, and this guy comes in and calls Brett Keen out. 
Are you on the atheist side or the believer side? I am a non-believer. Okay. Um, Obviously not militant. You know, I, yeah. Earlier I was listening to you guys talking about like people trying to ruin other people's lives. And did you notice after all those, all those celebrities they showed, not one of them was Eric July. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That was the celebrity list. He probably just has like a boot, like a table there. Uh, but yeah, this is this is really important what this guy says here. I'm militant. You know, I yeah. Earlier, I was listening to you guys talking about like people trying to ruin other people's live streams and stuff, and it's ironic that you have Brett on here. I think because he's actually done that. He did it last year. I mean, he went I on think... someone's channel and was playing uh, porn on it to try. He, he played. He went on someone else's channel and he played the TJ Banana video. On their channel to try and get their channel taken down. Get them banned. I have a history with Brett having some shenanigans with me too, but truthfully, I think a lot of people have uh, done things that they're probably not proud of. I know he's proud of that. Certainly, recently, I've done some very immature things. uh, That was just kind of ironic. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, if you remember, really, if you remember, Stephen, I I showed you how to actually clean things up and put things in really quick. So I knew I thought you were going to go. <laughs> that's funny, and then just fix it in a matter of five seconds. Like I showed you. As far as the other person, the other person was talking pretty nasty about my family members. So yeah, I did something with T.J. Kirk, the amazing atheist, on the screen. But that was a little bit longer than a year ago. I think it was a few years. Ago. I think you did it to Mrs. Parker. Yeah, and I, I'd be honest with you, don't really care. Huh? Hey, I wanted to, I wanted to bring something up, and, and I don't want to overstep my bounds because, you know, I'm, I'm here for the first time in a long time. Brett's here for the first time in a long time. I don't think I've been introduced to the gentleman at the bottom of the chat, but, you know, I, I hear you say things like forgiveness, and that's, that's wonderful, but. Brett, you said you don't care, and this this guy has a concern about that. I mean, I, I think you should be a little more sincere than that. I mean, no, and, and I, like I, I said, I'm, I'm not trying to stomp Parker. all over you and try and put care. you on the spot. Oh, but well, like, I don't care what you think. I, I really don't. I Look, man, I'm, I'm really trying to be mature about this, Brett. I really am. I, yeah, I want to have these are. conversations there where we are. can discuss. All right, Stephen, I'm out. I'm not going to listen to this. I'm going to go ahead and meet both of y'all real quick. I wish you'd Wait. stick around a little bit, Brett. So that was that. And he ran away. Because he was getting pressed. It's, it's, Someone was messing with his family, Ben. His family. That person called out my family. Called out my family. Shit. Um... I also have two of these that I hadn't seen before. This doesn't even deserve a cool intro with guitars and stuff. Cause this is like serious. The, uh, the inside and outside tour I did a butthead's house went like uh, viral. And now butthead's mad at me. He's blaming at me. I mean, I, I guess it's my fault, but I want everything about butthead's house off the internet. I'll kick your ass, I'll blow up your toilet, I'll do everything in my power. Let's get it off the internet. Hey, Beavis. <laughs> what? Turn that 
damn thing off. <laughs> I don't care what you do. Just get that stuff off there tonight. I'm, I'm working on it, man. Then work on it, dillhole. I am! <laughs> Holy crap, Beavis. Do you, like, realize if the health department, like, finds all those damn pictures you took, they're going to, like, condemn my house and stuff. It's not the greatest, but it's like, you know... Here's here's another one. Here's another one I I dug up. There's there's so many of these now, it's ridiculous. There's a Japanese one that's very uncomfortable. Oh. Yeah. I I played it for Asterios and and he he didn't like it. Oh. Yeah. Hawking to me. Hawking to me. All right, we are going to go right now and do our monthly Patreon movie review. It's for all patrons, $10 and up. You can go to patreon.com slash DP and sign up. And uh, you $10 can... and above. Yeah, come yeah. Watch, come watch the movie with us tonight. Click the link, patreon.com slash DP. Yeah. Uh we are going to do that now. Here we go. Bye. In the beginning, there was nothing. And then there was the Drunken Peasants Podcast. Drunken Peasants. Drunken peasants, drunken peasants, drunken peasants. From the strangest corners of the internet, gonna get TP'd by Billy and Ben. You know where you can find them at. Get ready, cause they're gonna kick your... Drunken peasants, drunken peasants, drunken peasants, drunken peasants. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.